Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Okay, uh, before we start, I want to thank our sponsors. Hey, if you ever play fantasy football here, now is the time to join DraftKings. Even if you're a fantasy football pro, DraftKings is for you. Starting this Sunday at DraftKings.com, you could kick the season off by winning $2 million. It's the biggest fantasy football contest ever. $10 million in prizes are up for grabs, including $2 million for first place and $1 million for second. One-week fantasy means no season-long commitments. It's fantasy football on demand. Play where you want, when you want, with the players you want, and turn your love of football into a life-changing payday. Just pick your players, pile up the points, and pick your cash. That's it. You've never experienced football like this. This isn't fantasy as usual. This is DraftKings, America's favorite one-week fantasy football site. Welcome to the big time. Hurry up to DraftKings.com now and use promo code ROASTED to play for free for a shot at part of the $10 million in Sunday's Millionaire Maker event. Enter ROASTED for free entry now, only at DraftKings. DraftKings.com. That's DraftKings.com. Hey, you like making money, right? I do. Well, guess what? Here's a really cool opportunity I have to share with you. Driving with Uber. Uber is that popular smartphone app that connects riders with drivers. I take Uber a bunch. I love them. And in chatting with the different drivers, some of them have really interesting stories as to why they drive with Uber. I met some guy the other day. He's a friend for life, okay? People love driving with Uber. Why? You get to be your own boss. You earn great money. It's easy to start. All you need is a car and a license. Driving with Uber is great for anyone who needs flexibility. Parents, this is a really easy way to work around your family's schedule. Students, you can make some extra money between classes. Now's the prime time to cash in driving with Uber. You'll thank me for telling me how you get paid every week. I could be getting into your car when you drive with Uber. We could have a conversation. So, what are you waiting for? You have a car, you have a license, put them both to work for you and start earning serious, life-changing money today. Sign up to Drive with Uber. That's drivewithuber.com, drivewithuber.com, drivewithuber.com. Also, tip what was that again? Drivewithuber.com. Okay, just check it. Thank you. <laughs> also, tip a fighter, guys. This is one of the best things, inventions of all time. Bubba Jenkins is <laughs> Bubba Jenkins. The guy in charge. Where you guys listen? F- fighters are underpaid. We all know that. Okay. How many times you watch a fight and you're like, man, that guy. I wish he could make more money. Well, now you can help out by tip a fighter. Go to at tip a fighter where you can pay the fighters for their performances. Okay. Let's say I win a thousand bucks. Invictus this weekend. Panty's fighting this weekend. Tanya's fighting. Okay. Okay? I can, with Tip of Fighter. Make with, sure you support them. With Tip of Fighter. Support yeah. those people. A bunch of girls are fighting with Tip of Fighter for Invicta Card this weekend. Now we can actually help out these fighters directly. And fighters, there's no reason you should not be with Tip of Fighter. You're fighting anyway. Okay? Why not get paid extra money? Go to tipoffighter.com, tipoffighter.com. Also, American Icon Autographs, www.aiase.com. The best sports and celebrity memorabilia and events. Sign collectibles from the UFC, WWE, baseball, football, movies, everything else in between. Their past signings have included Mike Tyson, Cheech and Chong, Dan Henderson, Hulk Hogan, Burt Reynolds. Check out their website. Go to their events. Meet the celebrities and build your man cave. AIASE.com. 
Burt also, Reynolds. That guy's the shit, isn't he? I love Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds. Also, has your business been vandalized? Have gang members destroyed your business storefront? Well, call the professionals at Remove It Restoration. They remove all types of graffiti. They restore etch windows and get your business back to a brand new for a <laughs> fraction of the cost. Your business image is very important. Leave it, don't leave it into the hands of the amateurs. Go to RemoveItRestoration.com at 1-888-424-9697. RemoveRestoration.com. And finally, I am drinking the most delicious coffee right now. And where do I get it? Camera Coffee. K-I-M-E-R-A-K-O-F-F-E-E.com. This coffee is unbelievable. It's from the Dominican Republic. We're going to have Frank, the guy in charge of it, on the show today. It's infused with high-quality nootropics. What are those? Those are brain vitamins. Okay? Nootropics are great. And they're great for... They also... Uh, the things that they do is they enhance focus, mood, reaction time, increase the metabolism, fatigue reduction, cardiovascular support. Nootropics have also been found to counteract such impairments such as Alzheimer's, brain injuries, dementia, and Parkinson's. Become the legend. Go to ChimeraCoffee.com. Use coupon code MMAROASTED. K-I-M-E-R-A-K-O-F-F-E-E.com. All right, guys. We're going to... We are in for a great show today, okay? I just got back from Cleveland. I was in, I had a fucking great time in Cleveland. Yeah? You ever been to Cleveland? Yeah, I have been to Cleveland a couple times. Yeah? Yeah, I liked it. I Very liked white it. town. It was, it was a little bit cold, but, I, you know, I'm an East Coast guy, so I'm used to it. I liked it. I did the Hard Rock. The Hard Rock Oh, show. how was that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, uh, it was huge. It was like 300 people. That's great. Shows were great. One show in particular, there was just like three cougars. Like, I called them cougars. They of really course. weren't. They were hot in, in the front, and I'm busting their You banged top. all three, didn't you? No, I didn't bang any of them, okay? But I was what? giving them, a, I was like, I was giving them the business uh, from the stage, you know? Wait, wait, wait. Do you have a girlfriend now? Yeah. Okay, all right. So you have to, so okay, no so you didn't involved. bang them. But anyway, I was, but I was, I was messing with them. They you can't know? see you winking. That's okay, what's Okay, I was having fun, yada, yada. No, but during the show, <laughs> afterwards, a lady comes up to me, and she's like, when are you back here next? And I'm like, I don't know, probably a year. And I thought I was like in trouble because I was giving him a hard time. She's like, my husband's the owner of the place. Oh. Gave me the card. Okay, and he was. He was the president of the That's casino. Great. Yeah, and the next thing I know, he calls up the next day going, my wife had the best time. It was like, so that was fucking nice. awesome. So wow. he might be back less than a year. Yeah, that yeah. was... That's that great, was, man. That's wonderful. That think about, and thank God you didn't know that beforehand. That would have completely changed everything if you'd known that beforehand. Yeah. You'd be like, oh, I don't know. I don't want to defend it. I want to try Because you didn't know, you went in there full bore, and look what it did for you. Yeah, it was great. And yeah. then I hung out with Jessica I. Nice. I was wondering if she came. Being she came to my show girl. on, on uh, Friday. Awesome. She, looks, awesome. she looks smoking hot when she like got like dressed up. Yeah. Like, when fighter girls And you didn't bang up, her. No, no, no. No banging. But she took me on the, on like the boat on Sunday. She's like, hey, want to go to the lake? Is that what they call it now? Listen, dude. <laughs> putting okay. you on the boat. She's hey, like, you're putting, like, putting you on the boat. She's like, hey, you want to go to the lake? I call it a canoe. I thought it was going to be like a lake, like just a regular like jump in a lake. She took me out in this lake in Cleveland on Lake Erie. I was going to say, it's one of the great it, lakes. Yeah, one yeah. of the great lakes. <laughs> but there was an air show. I, I didn't realize it was oh, like... Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I never been to an air show before. Yeah. And I, you ever watch an air show on TMZ and the, the plane Yeah, it's usually, usually you only find out because there's a disaster. And I'm like, why the fuck am I here? It was damn cool. I was pretty scared. No, no, they are second. pretty awesome. Yeah, and Jessica was all, she was all in like the bikini. We had a great time. We went swimming. She was doing flips. It was right. funny because like... She, she put you in her boat. 
Yeah, put me on her boat. She was a cool, but 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 she, I told her like I am seeing somebody, so like uh, you know, I you know, you had to back her down. Yeah. Nah, yeah. Was she was no. sad; it ruined the rest of the day. No, I don't yeah, think. I no, think she I was just driving right back you know. to shore. I think she just wanted to show me Cleveland. I, I think yeah. she kind of preferred it that way. You know, friend, she's not the kind of chick that would have banged me right Cleveland, away. I don't think huh? anyway. Yeah. She wanted to show. <laughs> she wanted to show you, you the fifty states. <laughs> you're you're a dick. Hey hey, can I ask you something, Bubba? I What's wanna, up, man? Every week I want to ask you. So I always forget your Twitter handle. Explain to me your Twitter handle. The worst. To insert Jenkins. No, to censor. Okay, again, right. still explain it to right. me. Because I, I pronounce I'm, it I'm every way you can, again, and I still don't know what the fuck it so means. So it's to S-I-N-S-U-R-R Jenkins. Like, the word sincere. But I, <laughs> but I you blackened it, it up. I blackened it up, yes. I put and some, made it useless. I, I, ma- some, I made it so that no one, no one would know where <laughs> to find you. <laughs> I, put some yeah. ethnic on it, yeah. I guarantee if you put just Bubba, why did you just put Bubba Jenkins? Because, that was and, I, and I've talked, it was taken, it was taken, and it's there's like, 28 Bubba Jenkinses yeah. and I message them all and say hey I, you, guys, you guys are A Bubba Jenkins I am B Bubba Jenkins let me Put have the, the on name. there that's what and I did what a Bubba underscore Jenkins you can't use that nope all gone all gone all, all the Bubba gone. Jenkinses on yeah, Twitter yeah, Bubba are Jenkins gone and probably all but black, I'm gonna try one? I'm gonna try to change it maybe here in the next six months to Bubba Jenkins MMA or Bubba Jenkins yeah. 145 something Let's like do that do it today I think we should do that <laughs> because what it is now is just people huge. can't find me huh <laughs> I have no, I'm looking at I'm like I'm the I, only one with the uh, blue check next to my name, so I, I, I'm i pretty sure they can get there if they had to. Listen, By the I, way, I <laughs> see your name every week, and it took me weeks to figure out they were talking about you. <laughs> By the way, I met I met Joe Jaggy, the guy who makes the Photoshop. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The nicest guy in the world. Yeah. Uh, he had this cute little girlfriend, normal dude. Oh, that's good. Yeah, he, he's the guy that makes all those like funny pictures of us, the, the memes. Oh, Joe nice. Jaggy. Yeah. I met him, yeah. and I met another guy. Oh, he's from Cleveland? In Cleveland, yeah. And I met Thomas Edward, a guy who made a video about us. He makes some funny us. pictures, man. Unbelievable. Joe Jaggy makes some... So how was, Shouts your, to Joe how was your week? I had a great weekend, man. Um, obviously, it was a three-day weekend with the whole holiday. I mean, it doesn't mean much to a fighter. You know, we still practice and things like that. But I went and I uh, grubbed out at my uncle's house. You know, yeah. it was a black affair. Uh, a, lot, a lot of black people there. <laughs> That's great. Uh, there were some Hennessy being spilled, spilled and poured and drank. Um, so now, are you uh, any freestyle rap happen? Or? No, it's a, um, they're a little bit older of a generation. That's what I was wondering, yeah. I didn't have any teen cousins there and stuff like that. Now, are but, you still like a big deal, but though? But the old, you older like the... generation could, could freestyle rap better than, yeah, than the teen. Yeah, they're, but they're more into like, turn off the lights, light a candle. They, uh, they like to listen to the old school. <laughs> I thought you would have went, you know, uh, if they were my age, they could have started with a little UTFO Roxanne Roxanne. Right. <laughs> I want to be a man. You can't go. I don't think such a dense between with experience with this experience you know she doesn't need a guy like now, you by the way this is John like Heffron now John Heffron finally you're gonna introduce me I've been here for 15 minutes John Heffron got me my start in MMA comedy by the way I don't know, right? by the way before before you get going just this was just just a note just yes. a little like I'm your podcast coach okay, okay. so take okay. that this should be great your, your commercials in the beginning yes is there any way we can put a music bed underneath those to help living them so you <laughs> don't have to do it all with your excitement the music will help move the, the commercials along and then it just kind of it makes it a little it's like a good painting we're getting better we're, we're, already yeah. a music yeah. bed you said you, you yeah. need, you need yeah. all right. I like, like that, that producer can we do that you gotta maybe sounds wrap like, them now. sounds like you getting ready 
ready to fuck these ass. What, Sean? <laughs> Sean's the guy? Okay. The music. I have music pad on my phone, so I can, I can pull. Oh, thank you. for uh, uh, Thank you for showing up once in four years and telling me this. Now, yes. uh, now <laughs> <laughs> I, I appreciate that. It's an important note. I okay, like it. Okay, so anyway, so that was just my note. How, now, by the way, so John Heffron, me, I used to open for John. Uh, we, we did... Uh, I think so he's better than you. First time, well, back uh, in the day. Uh, <laughs> so we did... Well, but, I mean, he's been he's been doing. He had one last comic standing. Yep. Uh, the second year it was out, and was uh, ten years ago, ten years ago, and I was opening for him in, in, in Atlanta. We just met in Atlanta. I happened right. to be featuring that day. At the Marshall. here's how long ago I won last comic standing. Uh, after I won, Dana White sent me a hockey bag, a hockey bag full of UFC sweatshirts, really T-shirts. And a written note saying congratulations. This was before season one of Ultimate Fighter. Oh wow! Because was nobody say- was watching UFC, and I was really into it. So you know, they were just like their publicists were like, "We got to start finding people who might be into this new sport." Yeah. And then to this day, I can't find the letter, and I don't know what I did with any. <laughs> what of was it. the number on the UFC stuff? Was it like UFC six or zero? I mean, it was like it was just bra- it was right when season one of Ultimate Fighter came out. Wow. Okay. And I actually, uh, right when that came out, I had two cats at the time. So I went and bought a, uh, a poker table. You know how it's octagon-ish? And then I went to Michael's and bought, like, uh, webbing and painted it black, made, like, pillars, made a complete octagon. Oh, that's great. With uh, a Zion's catnip. Like we had like that as as part of the like the uh, logo. Sponsors. Yeah. And then I, I we cut it all together of them hitting a heavy bag and we had their lives. Mm-hmm. And then we edited Rogan and uh commentating and yeah. it fits up perfectly. It was actually <laughs> awesome. the fight when Tito was fighting I think Ortiz or, or uh, uh, Force. He fought himself? No, he's fighting Force. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's fight, well, he fights himself a lot. I was going to say, yeah. finally, um, the match he's been looking for. <laughs> and it, it was, this was back when YouTube, now, like, take 10 years off. I mean, now you think, no, it's tough, but this is like even YouTube, not a lot of, and we thought we were going to get busted because that, uh, you know, UFC still does because we used a lot of footage yeah. from whatever whatever fight that was and then uh, I remember Dana White's uh, commenting on whatever you would have commented on back then saying that that was the best like parody that he's ever <laughs> That's seen, and it's awesome. still it's still online now. It's the quality kind of sucks. Like my my one pet that's all black, and I made the right, black it was, octagon. You're shot in black. standard definition. Yeah. <laughs> so like so you know you could, but it's I'm um, still pretty. It's that's really pretty the only great. thing I've accomplished good in my life. Oh, stop. So so me so me and John, I was <laughs> so I was opening for John in Atlanta, and uh, and then we were friends. We used to talk about fighting all the time. John wrestled in high school. Right uh, I wrestled in high coached. school. Uh, he John coached. Right. So uh, then uh, then it was like. That John was hosting the MMA awards. Very it was first the first MMA. ever. So he actually hired me and he was like, write he writes to write some jokes. Yeah. And then I ended up writing for them six years in a row after that. And, and uh, I got hired to host the, the uh, first MMA fighters only is because I used to do a bit in my act where I do a kick and the guy said that was the highest kick we've ever seen. A comp- now keep in mind this was this, I, I couldn't even <laughs> right. I can't even put on a sock with on one foot without tipping over now. But this is back when I was in my thirties, yeah. and did and that's actually why I got hired. And then we did the very first MMA awards. Hired Adam, and it was to this day probably one of the worst experiences I've ever had in my life. <laughs> to this day, to, to this day, Adam's like, jokes. Yeah, Adam's jokes having to deal with him. <laughs> But here's the, but he's not used to bombing. But keep in mind, like <laughs> it was brand, it was it was the very first MMA award. So yeah. they they were trying to figure out, ev- you know, sure. everything. 
the the place where we had where it was shot. Let's say okay, you had your stage. How far away was the first row of people at? Fifty yards. It was the Palms, right? Palms Hotel. F- Fifty yards away. Oh, that's at the worst. least was was the very first table. So as a host of of the TV show, <laughs> what was in between you two? They had me do nothing. nothing. I had the audience. There was warm nothing. Up. That is like, the worst. I knew I was fucked because they were like, "Hey, Boston. They're like, "Adam, warm up the crowd, right?" So they throw me out there. Nobody's and nobody paying attention. Nobody is paying attention. Everybody's standing up on the on their like texting on their phone. <laughs> Those damn fighters. Yeah. So then I look at the people running the TV show. I go. How are you guys gonna announce that the show's starting? And then they go, just walk out there. I go, what? I go, there, there's a thousand people not. I'm supposed to just walk out there, and they go, yeah. So I walked out there, and I probably talked for the first three minutes of whatever script. Not a single person looked at me. So then I had to oh. go, okay, this is for TV. It's like doing I have, to, I, have to, I have to screw everybody who's actually in front of me. I just have to do it. And then, like a second later, as you're doing some bit that you know the the TV show wanted to do, I'm just the dumb host reading the teleprompter. Yeah. People would yell, "Bring up, just bring up the next fighter." You know, this <laughs> oh, is, that's yeah. the worst. Th- this was it. back with the the, the Get type off of the, the stage. Yeah, the type Moving of fighters on. were there were the same ones yeah, after yeah. they won. They're like, hey, don't forget to go to Con- Condom Depot. And I would like to think about <laughs> the Barbecue Shack in yeah. Cleveland. And, you know, and they would do that for, Diego for 20 Sanchez, minutes. They wonder how they wound up with, with Reebok outfits. Diego Sanchez was so drunk. That uh, uh, oh that God. he he won an award and like you get like a uh, like a fake plaque uh-huh. and then they mail you the real plaque like and he's like okay, and right. he's like I'm not giving it back and then he's backstage they're like you have to give back the plaque he's like no nah. and then everyone was like I'm not I'm not taking it from this fucking guy yeah yeah <laughs> like, like yeah it was he it can was, have it he said he I remember it. afterwards so like after, <laughs> so we do the show and it's fine but I kept every time I I walk out on stage uh, when I get done I look at the stage manager and I'd have her count. How many more times do I have to go back out there? <laughs> and then she would go, she would just look at me and go, five. And mentally I'd go, just one more, just just like one more round. Uh-huh. I'd walk out there, yeah. I'd come back. How wow. many do I have left? And they live streamed it. it was, and they live streamed it, right? So then people, the only people just watching ripping it. on it. Oh, yeah. It's oh. Like, and it's like 12 people, the most hardcore right. fan just watching saying horrible it. Shit. Just saying horror. Who's, who's this guy? Why isn't Rogan doing it? Like, yeah. and it was. And they're just ripping him apart. And then I'm like, John, don't read him. Don't read him. And he's, of course, he's going to read him. You know, he's a comic. Right. <laughs> he's of course, read of him. course. It was, and you know, the thing is, like, when, you, when you've done comedy long enough, you could tell when you're walking into a death trap like you said there was 50 yards between like all the elements no one was controlling the audience there was no one that was going to warm them, no one to introduce you you could tell all the elements were working up to to disaster oh, yeah it was no. good and there's nothing you can do no, sometimes before, you're like i'm gonna ride be- this the, storm the out. night before they're like adam you get to uh you get to warm up the crowd right so in my head i'm like all the ring yeah. girls will be there yeah. and dana white and everyone's gonna i'm just gonna crush and everyone's <laughs> gonna everyone's gonna like tell me how great i was and, and i'm gonna they're gonna be like, hey Adam, next year you can host the award. I had, I had this whole fucking thing planned out in my head of what was gonna happen. <laughs> Cut to like everyone talking except for Ariel Hawani, uh, except, <laughs> <laughs> who's looking at me like making a face. Like, when's this guy off? Oh, right. it, was, it was brutal. It's brutal. It, like, it I was, remember you would have to. I don't remember the bits because I've you know subconsciously put that night so far down into my subconscious. <laughs> like, if I was hypnotized, you'd probably like you just start I would crying start and screaming. Randy and, Couture, yeah. yeah. So um, it'd be like someone who remembered an alien abduction. Yeah. I was like, no, I'm not going out there again. We had like one of the bits. I, I remember was every fighter has a a clothing line was kind of what the thing was. So we we took fighters and we would show what their 
clothing line would be was kind of the joke, right? Okay, so right, then right, I would—I right, right. don't even remember. I—I yeah. put this night so far down. So I would say so and so, and then the bit—you uh, know—the T-shirt would come on. But but let's say I'm gonna go. Hey, it's uh, Adam Hunter has a clothing line, and before before I would say it, the picture of the T-shirt would show up. And kill the joke. So then I would say it, and then people would just stare. And then you just see people going, Introduce the next winner! <laughs> 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 it, it, was, it was so brutal. But I was mad. I was kind of mad at John. Shots, I'm not, not going to lie, though, because I was kind of mad at John because the night before. So it was one of those things. I had to, I had to put myself up, right? They didn't yeah. even pay for my hotel uh, yeah, as a writer. I, ha- I had to pay for my Which fl- is weird. I made I a half a million dollars. I had to pay, I had to, I had to pay for my <laughs> I remember this. I, I had to pay for my own flight this. out there. I put myself up, right? No one was pay- And I was too nervous to even ask anybody to, to help. To right. You're like, fine, I'll be there. No problem. I'm there. I'm there. And then the night before, John comes in stoned with Mike Burton, the other thing, and I'm writing everyone's intros. They come in, open my fridge, eat all my food, <laughs> and then leave. Out of the mini fridge that you got to pay for. Yeah, the mini fridge I got to yeah, pay for. At, at $9 per M&M's bag. And he goes, don't worry, we'll just go down and, uh, and buy some M&M's and replace it. Meanwhile, it's like, wait. By the way, that's yeah, how so I said it, it too. I went, hey, don't worry, we'll go and buy some M&M's. figured out the mini fridge. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, yeah, we'll just replace them. No, you yeah, can't do that. Never, oh, no, never worked. Never worked. <laughs> I don't think I've ever bought a full can of Pringles in my life. I think I've only eaten those little mini fridge once. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. It's all you need. Every time I go, I'm going to be healthy on the road. I'm going to bring this. I'm going to... Starts da, da, that way, doesn't and it? And then you show up and you're like, well, I'm going to eat the Pringles and then then that'll be it. And then oh. I'm always like, I don't want to... I, I, oh, it's too late to eat. It's too close to showtime. I'll wait until later. It's like, oh, it's open. All right. How was your weekend? What'd you do? I went and did a college up in Wisconsin. How'd it go? And that was, and the reason I identify with that so much, because it was one of those ones where you realize this is this is going to be bad. Yeah. Like I walk in, they're having it in the gymnasium. Done. Which they've never done before. Yeah. The echo was unbelievable. Yeah. Like the first thing we're doing the sound check, I'm like, There's, is there any way to control the echo? Like this is really bad. And they're like, don't worry, there'll be students in here. It won't be so bad. It was worse. Yeah. Then... <laughs> It was. It's in Wisconsin, so they don't have air conditioning. Ugh. But it's still summer. It was ninety degrees. Okay, and a hundred percent humidity. <laughs> and and you're, then you're about to perform in front of eighteen and a half year olds. Yeah, not children. not not even their first day out of the house. Yes, not <laughs> so they have zero reference of like, hey, don't you you, you can't at, when you do those early on, you can't even make fun of college life because they haven't even right. Hey, I still I was making. They gave me some things about the school, and I'm making these jokes about the school, and they're just looking at me like, uh, I have no idea what you're talking about. Hey, don't you hate it? Oh, it was terrible. It was terrible. (laughs) It was one of the worst shows of my life. Really? Well, first, and it was so hot, I was just pouring buckets of sweat. Right. You know? And then, oh, and here's the other thing. Like, it was so hot and uncomfortable. They do, and then they got him cheering and doing all this stuff. They got the t-shirt can, and and then the guy, (laughs) then the guy blows my intro. Okay. First of all, there was supposed to be a video that plays. They forgot the video. The guy starts. He, I, I couldn't understand a word he was saying because the music was so loud. You just hear him going. Uh, Nobody knows what's happening. I finally come out there. I start trying to do the thing. Now there was fifteen hundred students in this ninety degree, hundred percent humidity sweat box. They started leaving like the Jews leaving Egypt. Really? Mm-hmm. In dro- by the hundreds, they just started pouring out of Why? the building. 
Because they wanted to leave because it, it was so hot. And I don't think they knew what was happening. So they were like, oh, comedian, <laughs> fuck this guy. So they all just started pouring out by the hundreds. A crowd of 1,500 dwindled down to about 200 no in, th in like the first four minutes. Do you ever have that dream? I, I do where if because I do a lot of corporate <laughs> I events. I wish this had been a dream. Yeah, well, I do a lot of corporate <laughs> events that are the same scenario that you just said. Just make the people 50 years old. Right, exactly. The same exact scenario. Same. But I always have dreams that that people are leaving as a, as a fighter do you guys have like usually it's because you're stressed out that it you know when you have those type of dreams that you're not prepared or you know, to fight like what are like fighter dreams like worst case scenario get knocked the fuck out <laughs> so <you're>, like, <laughs> like, like, like your dream is you go in and then you shake hands or you kind of touch gloves with the guys and then you get in your stance and this he spin back bitches the fuck out of you <laughs> and then you do and that you go to sleep where your hands are like ever fight it in your dream where oh, you, yeah. you can't move your hands oh, yeah. Or yeah you can't only this wasn't a dream i was actually happening the worst me. college <laughs> game i did was like in buffalo and it was brought to you by the cancer society or something yeah and they showed a five minute video about cancer of all these kids dying of cancer and then here's and the at the end they go every kid in this video died in this <laughs> like, oh my and then God. like it was like I, I was crying too like yeah. watching this and they go time for the comedy and, and then i go up there i'm like uh good for my opening act like that got a couple chuckles but it was yeah. Like, Jesus. Well, and to their credit, they were very nice people. The yeah. organizers were very nice, both before and after. Everyone was even the kids that stayed and watched were actually really nice. They gave me a big applause at the end, and we're like, "Dude, we know that was hard." Yeah. Like when you're getting sympathy from 18 year olds, like <laughs> you really stuck in there, man. Like I'm oh. like, all right, well, I'll take that. And you know. I got in trouble one time because this kid who booked me, he was graduating like his fifth year, and he goes, "Be as dirty as possible." That, oh, that's what they no. want at the, at the school of mines. And I'm like, really? He's like, yeah. In Denver, yeah. And it was yeah. like parent weekend oh. so i was like all right you don't have to ask me so i was yeah. filthy and then i, I think that's the hard thing complaint. as you know as a comic and is all i have is dirty you but. eventually age out of like as, as a comic i've decided who the people i want to talk to and who i think finds me funny right, and right. you have to stay in that lane yeah if you try to be i, I never want to be my age and looking at 19 year olds hey i like to get fucked up where are my tequila drinkers pot should be legal like i've never <laughs> well, you can't say any of that anyway yeah but but just as a person yeah. even at a club i don't want to be that guy well that's you what, know I what i mean i don't want to be I, I keep wondering that because it's like it's like because I am I'm, I'm not trying to be like aren't video games crazy you know I'm not trying to like <laughs> be like I'm still one of you guys I'm trying to just do comedy for them you know uh, but I'm wondering but the attitude does seem to be when I walk out there like if you're not of their age group no if you don't have a hoodie on right if you're not of their age group and you're not famous then you're a loser yeah, that yeah. seems to be the, the the attitude I'm getting. Like, who's this loser? Really? Yeah. yeah, that seems to be the vibe I'm getting. But again, I wonder if he knows Amy Schumer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. if he's not famous and he's not our age, I don't really who. The, what does this guy have to tell me? Yeah. That's kind of the vibe I'm getting. By the way, Bubba. So Bubba helped uh, to change topics. Help Bubba help coach my wrestling team uh, last week. He actually I've been asking John for five years. I don't remember ten years, but Bubba came, coached the kids, and uh, took me about five days. Took to go, yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> Uh, uh, last week in practice, they go. One kid was like, "I heard Jordan Burroughs was here on Monday." <laughs> I was like, <laughs> "I was like, no, that's." I'm like, "He beat Jordan Burroughs." They're like, "Oh wow, he's legit." So that was good. That was Good. that was pretty cool. No, man, just listening to y'all stories, it sounds like a rough road to be on to be a comic. Sometimes, sometimes. Well, that's what people don't realize. People think you sleep all day. And then get up and, and hang Smoke out. Smoke some weed and go, go to, be funny. And yeah. then go be funny. <laughs> and then people hand you thousands of dollars. And then you get to go home and go to sleep. No, not, and I, sometimes it is. 
I think it's like there's a, vi- a lot of other. Stuff. I think that it's like a video game. A- as a comic, you get to one level, and then once you master that, there you get to the next level, and yeah. you're excited that you just left level one, not really realizing there's a shit ton of new problems you have to deal <laughs> yeah. with at level yeah. two. And then once you get at level two, and then if you're a guy like me, let's say whatever level I would be on, now all you're worried about is losing to the boss man and getting knocked all the way the fuck back down right. to like level yeah. one again. But when you won Last Comic Standing, I mean, you won it back when people really watched it. Right, I when mean, it was generating like, big time like, views. Like, did, you think, million. did you think that 10 was... Million? Did you 13 million? 13 million. When you yeah. won 13 million, did you think to yourself... All right, this is it. I'm never going to struggle again. Yeah. And, and uh, ask me if that's been a toughest thought I've ever Has that been the I, I will share this. And I, I beat myself up because as a comic, you know, in, in any uh, profession, you, you always, you should always question am, am I doing the best that I'm doing? Could I do more? Am I just sitting on my ass? Am I coasting? Because that wave of nobody giving a fuck is right behind you. Like right. you, you, you are seconds away from just that. Like even, and I'll get back to my point, but even when you came in today with your periscope, I was jokingly. Yeah. going I'm too old to periscope dude I'm not gonna you know so if you have that attitude if I'm not periscoping I'm not doing this I'm not doing that then the universe goes that's fine Come but on. everybody else who is is gonna do it and yep. then you go fill out your mailing list and call your 1-800 numbers for people to find out <laughs> what you want right right <laughs> So, uh, what was the original? Uh, uh, when, did you think that was going to be it? Like, so, so right after last comment, I was selling. I was doing theaters and blah 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 blah. I had probably the most arrogant. You know, I'm not overly arrogant guy. I've never been just wired that way. Is I had a moment where I go, I'm probably never not going to perform in front of sold out people again. I, right, right. I, I'm honest. I had that thought in my head. Now cut to now. Shows are still good, but there are some shows where the people go meh. Yeah, Bobby Lee was here last week. He sold out every show. You sold out too. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Or like, hey, we just had the, the glorified middle some Chelsea Handler on. They sold right. out everything. Right. So, but yeah, but it's it, it keeps you it keeps you kind of like you. I don't know what the word is. Hungry. hungry. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. And, so what, and with this college speaking level, of hungry, I, speaking I, of hungry, uh, we, there's a big podcast. Titan FC fight coming out right now. It's Steven Siler versus Austin Springer. Austin is actually undefeated in eight zero. You're gonna call him right now. Springer, Springer. Oh, no, they used to say Jerry, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you just edited out that whole chunk. Sorry. Good stuff. I'm just gotta do it we again. kept it moving, just man. Do it again. Just gotta do it again. Hello? Hello, is this Austin Springer? Yes, it is. How's it going? You're the MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Baba Jenkins, John Heffron, Greg Wilson. How are you, man? Good. What's going on, guys? Well, everything's so. good, man. You got a, you got your, a huge fight coming up. Titan FC, two weeks. Are you ready? I'm pumped. You're pumped? Sounds so excited. Yeah, <laughs> now, where are you from? Uh, I'm living right now in Vancouver, Washington, training out of here as well as in uh, Portland, Oregon. Vancouver. Who are some of the guys you're training with over there? Uh, I actually own my own gym here. So I got uh, a group of coaches here. I run uh, a local gym here. But it's kind of tough to get your own training in with all the members coming up and asking you questions about their billing or what classes are coming up. So (laughs) I do most of my training at another gym uh, so I can have the coaches, you know, now, but back then, but me. you used to train over with Mike Pierce, right, and Dave Jansen. Yeah, still do. Oh, oh, oh they're over there in uh, Vancouver. No, no, no. Uh, my gym is in Vancouver, but because of not being able to get quality workouts there, I go out to Portland to work out with those guys, Pat Healy, and everyone out there. 
Oh, nice, nice, nice. Now you got a you got a huge fight coming up, man. Uh, Steven Seiler, UFC vet, record of uh, twenty three and sixteen. This guy's been around. This is this is uh, twenty six and fourteen. How are you gonna beat this guy? You know, I uh, I mean this with confidence, not with cockiness. I feel like I can win this fight anywhere, uh, whether it's a striking battle, a ground battle, a unanimous decision. I, I feel there's different levels of fighters. And I understand he's been around longer, but I know that my skill set is at a higher level than his. Now, um, what's your wrestling background, by the way? Uh, I wrestled in high school. Um, I didn't quite fulfill the goal that I set out for myself right after high school. I had some uh, family stuff going on that needed my attention to where I couldn't go off and accept the scholarships that I'd been offered. Uh, and so I started training just at a local gym there right after wrestling. I, I saw your last fight, man. You won by vicious leg kick against probably against the guy that you know your toughest opponent. You, I mean, you kicked the shit out of this guy's leg to the point where he just couldn't. <laughs> I mean, is that is that what you're planning on, on, on doing to uh, Steven Springer? I mean, Steven Siler? Uh You know, if it if it worked out that way, excellent. And you know, not to take anything away from that opponent, uh, he he is a very tough opponent. But what a lot of people don't know is. Up here in the Northwest, they're one of the thickest amateurs. So as pros, yes, Steven has more fights, but I had uh, 12 fights as an amateur, and I was fighting guys that are, you know, 20, 30 fight veterans now in the pro ranks. I fought, you know, John Albert, who was on the same season as Steven Seiler. I fought him as an amateur for an amateur championship. So, you know, on paper, he has more wins, maybe fought tougher guys. But what a lot of people don't realize is that, you know, the amateurs here is basically pro fights, but you're just not getting paid. Yeah, so. you basically been doing a lot of fighting for free, is what you're saying. Yeah, but think about yeah. it. He also has 16 times more losses. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you have not lost yet. I mean, you you have not lost yet. By the way, um, Bubba has this thing called Tip a Fighter, where if uh, if the fans could actually pay the fighters for their performance, a guy like you, I think, would be perfect for this. Yeah, you're an exciting fighter. You're already fighting anyway. You're trying to get the knockout. You're trying to finish guy. You're trying to kick a guy's leg off into next week. And then the fans are gonna be like, you know what? I like this dude. I, you know, he's eight no. He's gonna be a future champion. Hopefully, they say, you know, I'm gonna send this guy fifty bucks because he's awesome. I like him. And and that's pretty much as simple as it is you, you get a profile on our website you become part of tip of fighter and then everybody pays you for your fight hey i like money guys i'm up for it <laughs> <laughs> crowdfunding the future now are you are you married yeah, do you have it. a girlfriend what's the deal i am married with two beautiful sons oh nice how, how old are you i'm 28 28. All right. So it's about time. So right. this is uh, this is good. You, but you, it looks like because I was I was thinking that I'm like man, because you know you have a great record eight and zero, but a lot of the guys you beat, uh, you know, I, I was looking at their records. They, they didn't have the best records. You know, the last guy you beat was uh was actually the best guy. He he was he was like the best guy, and you kicked the shit out of his legs. But I was thinking maybe Steven Siler might be too much of a jump, but you being what 26 years old, that's you know. So it's, a, it's about time for you to take that next step, right? Steven Seiler is my golden ticket. It's, uh, <laughs> you know, it's getting that set. Nice. That opponent that has the name, that fought top guys, um, that is a, a very winnable fight for me where 
you know, on paper, people, you know, see my name versus his. They don't know me. They know him. They pick Steven Siler. They think he's going to win the fight, and I get to be the guy to go in there and shock everyone. Well, good, because we are going to call Steven Siler right now, uh, and we are going to the Titan FC press conference. Shots fired. Let's do it. This is where dreams happen right here. We're going to talk to him. We're going to see how he plans on beating you. We're going to get this amped up to the max. We're going to get this amped up to the max. I could tell right here. This guy right here, Austin Springer, does not fuck around, man. Right. Are you related to Jerry by any way? Uh, he's second uncle. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Steven Seiler. Hey, what's up, man? How's it going? You're on the MMA Roasted Podcast. Hey, I'm good. Good. Now, I was, I was actually watching some of your fights last night, and, uh, man, you've, you've had a long road. You've had 40 professional fights. Uh, you grew up in Anaheim, correct? Uh, no, just born. Born in Anaheim. Where did you grow up? Uh, more Utah. Uh, more Utah, and you actually. Yeah, I kind of. When I was uh, seven, I moved to Utah, so I remember more Utah than I do California. Gotcha, gotcha, and then uh, now and then you 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 were nine and zero before losing to Chad Mendez oh, back in uh back in the day, and your your opponent right now, Austin Springer, is eight and zero. Do you think that there's kind of a a common thing where he's not ready for the big time yet? As you know. Um, you know, I, no, I, never, I would never say, yeah, he's not ready. Um, you know, I, I, I never actually seen him fight, so I don't know, you know, how good his skills are. So you're not even going to watch any, any of his fights? Um, I'm not really uh, into watching people's fights that I'm going to fight. I don't really care enough to, uh, you know, look into the opponent that way. I kind of leave that responsibility up to my coach, and um, I'm going to just do whatever feels best for me. Now, now, you were on the Ultimate Fighter season with Mayhem and Bisbing as coaches. I, I, that was one of my favorite seasons. Did you realize back then that TJ Dillashaw would be the champ one day? Uh, no, no. I, uh, I, he's, you know, exceeded my expectations a ton. You know, I, I mean, I thought Dawson would be going for the title uh, at the 125 weight class, but TJ I did not, you know, think would even be mentioned. And, man, he's, he's done amazing things. Oh, I mean, you've done some good things, too. I mean, you beat Cole Miller. You knocked out Mike Brown in 50 seconds. Bubba Jenkins is old, uh, old coach. Yeah, I trained with those guys down at ATT. I mean, that's pretty big. Mike Brown, uh, who, who, who knocked out Uriah Faber twice. Mike Brown's a beast. Mike yeah, Brown's a one beast. One of the strongest 45ers out there. Uh, then you lost three fights in a row, uh, one of them very controversial, Honey Jason. And then you, act- you actually lost in Titan FC uh, to the guy, uh, to what's his name? Uh, who was the guy you fought in Titan FC? Green. Desmond Green. Yeah, he lost to Green. He, he lost to Green, mm-hmm. but you won three fights in the past three months. So you've been yeah. on a little tear. Yeah, I just got back to, you know, getting back to normal. Getting back to, uh, sorry, I'm a little boy. If you getting d- back to, uh, you know, what I know best and started having fun. You know, quit letting the fighting part stress me out. And, you know, fighters are broke. People don't know that, but a lot of fighters don't make a lot of money. And when you're raising a family and you just bought a few out of brand new house and had a baby and at that time you know there's a lot of stress going on where I didn't have a lot of money and I was focused on winning every fight 
or if I'm broke and that stress definitely definitely got the best of me. I feel you, man. I feel you. Input Tipifier. We have this company, um, Bubba Jing is here. I started this company with one of my friends in Dubai and we call it Tipifier. Pretty much your fan base and your your family and all the people who watch you fight and especially if it's on Titan FC because we you know we're aiming at those those fighters there as well. They basically tip you for your performances. You go out there and get a knockout or even if you say, Hey, I'm gonna knock this guy out, this Springer guy, I'm gonna knock him out in the third round and you actually knock them out in the third round people are actually gonna you know support you about that and, and, and send you some tips it's real simple I, i'll talk to both of you you know later in the week about it but i think it'd be great for both of you because you know like we said people really don't know because you fight on tv or because you fight on fight pass or stuff like that that you're not making a ton of money it's 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 not as lucrative as the you know king velasquez and john yeah. jones is out there now, well, now even even the money they have you know showing out there you know they showed like i made 40 grand but they don't understand you know half that or something that goes to the managers a lot of that goes to the gym a lot of they go to taxes so the when taxes. that's all been done you get like a, a small percentage of it right yeah. exactly now you're fighting now we have austin springer on the line right now uh he says he could beat you anywhere the fight goes he says he anywhere the fight goes he can beat steven seiler how do you how are you going to respond to that <laughs> uh you know before he says stuff like that he should he should you know, fight real competition before he you know, talks like that. Uh, Austin? I'm fighting real competition in two weeks in Ridgefield, Washington, September 19th. Mm-hmm. That's when I'll show it. There it is. That's when he'll put it on the Gotta line. make a statement. Now, Austin, how do you plan on beating Steven Seiler? That's a, a very vague question. <laughs> I plan on beating him. With your hands and fight. your feet. It's kind of like a video game. You know in the video game on your level, you start out at the green, and then you slowly get chipped away until all of a sudden you're yellow, and then you're in the red, and then it's game over. You lost. Yeah. That's kind of how the fight's going to go for Steven Tyler. <laughs> so that someone will be yelling, finish him. <laughs> Steven, he said he's going to finish you like a video game. Are you, you going to take that shit? Come on, on man. easy level, son. Easy Seriously, level. easy level. <laughs> I can't relate to that. Only video game I play is Madden and NBA. How am I supposed to know what he's talking about? <laughs> I, like how, I like how Adam's trying to get them both riled. They both have kids on their knee watching the Wiggles. <laughs> you know, they're both at, and Adam's the one trying to instigate this craziness. <laughs> they're both eating goldfish crackers out of a Ziploc bag that right now. News. Austin, he says your video games suck. He only plays Madden. Are you, are you gonna take that shit? You gonna take hey, that? You nerd. Are you gonna- this. We play one on one Madden. He's probably got my number. I'll give him that victory. All right. Hey, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> wow, man. Shots he's, fired. He's All saying right. that's not the only victory he's going to take. That's crazy. All right. <laughs> so, who do you th- okay, so who do you think banged hotter chicks in college? Steven Style? Oh, you guys I think- didn't go to college. All right, fine. Okay. Woo, All right. Perfect. So Another victory. <laughs> uh, in life, in life, who had, who, who's banged hotter chicks? It would have a matter. I'm married. And, married, yeah. Why would you? I've got the hottest wife in the world. I don't get from being the hottest chick. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, my, my wife's a 10. Oh, wow. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whose son is the toughest? What kid gets the most sleep at night without waking up crying and asking for something? <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So, okay. So, okay, Steven, now uh, you see this fight going, what, one round, two round, three rounds? I mean, how, how long do you see this fight going? You know, my theory on fighting is, you know, I don't like working overtime, so the shorter the better for me. I mean, as much as I love fighting, I like to get in and get out and be on my way. 
So you think you'll knock him out in one round? Um, knock him out, choke him out. Um, you know, I just want to get a finish, and that's all that matters. Austin? You know, same type of thing. I'm not hunting for a finish, but I want it. I'm not going to overexert myself looking for it. But when if I see the opportunity, then I'm going to snag it. Well, luckily, uh, we have Conor McGregor just showed up to this press conference. I got to tell you, I've never been more disappointed. You can't even call it trash talking. It's more like recycling. You guys need to learn to dig deep and stir up some mustard, okay? Or you're never going to get paid. So what, you think these guys are kind of weak in trash talking, Conor? If they're weak in the trash talking, then they're weak in the knees. That's the way I see it. I put them both to sleep inside of 30 seconds with just my breath. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Steven, do you hear that? Conor McGregor says he could breathe on you and you, you would get knocked out. In 30 seconds. That's- yeah, that's very inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> There's kids around here, man. Let's clean it up. <laughs> I tell you what's inappropriate is you having a big fight and treating it like you two are going to get your nails done down at the salon. Okay, you wee fairies need to man up and tear each other to pieces. Wow. All right. Austin, any 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 words towards Conor McGregor? He's rude. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, this trash talk is on fire I've never seen two guys want to punch each other as much as you guys man this is, this is crazy Now, you know, I'll tell you what I'll schedule your next fight I'll get Holly home to take you on wow <laughs> I, I, don't do an impress- I don't do impressions but let's do Colin McGregor versus uh, the lion from Wizard of Oz you, you be Colin and I'll be the, the lion I, right. don't, I don't do impressions at all but this just popped in so my head McGregor needs to do Colin McGregor. <laughs> I don't mind telling you that's better trash talking than what I've heard all day today. What the fuck is going on here? Listen. None of your li- the people listening have ever seen. They're like, is that the show my great grandpa and right. grandma watched? So, Austin, now listen. You Now, before Stephen got on the, ph- uh, the phone, you said Stephen uh, Siler is a perfect stepping stone for you to make your mark Called and, you a meal and get into dog. the. He said that you're his meal ticket. The golden to get ticket. In, the golden ticket. Yeah, to get a meal from Burger King. Now, I mean, is Stephen, are you this kid's meal ticket or what? The cake keeper. You know, I, 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 you know, he probably is looking forward to this opportunity because I have been to the big show. I've, I have a winning record on the UFC. I think every fighter should. You know, if you're a real fighter, you want to step up in competition. You want to see where you're at. And, uh, you know, I respect any guy who's going to want to take the fight with me because, I, you know, when I fight locally, I have my, you know, people aren't trying to fight me. They're trying to duck me. So the fact that uh, people are willing to fight a UFC vet and actually get in there and throw it down, I'm excited just to get, you know, get ready for a fight. Right. But you're nobody's meal ticket, right? No, I mean, I, I'm getting back in the UFC. I, no one's going to be stepping all over me. Even when I've lost in the UFC, nobody walked right through me. But this kid's last fight, Austin Springer had vicious leg kicks. I mean, he kicked this kid so hard in the first, the kids quit fighting. And this is a, I mean, the kid just quit. He was like, fuck that. Are you, are you working on checking your leg kicks? Because this kid has vicious kicks. I've had 46 professional <laughs> fights. Not one have I quit. Uh, Bubba? I agree. If my man's been in the cage and been in the fire that long, ain't no kicks gonna do that. Wow. 
I, I, I'm excited to see the fight, though, because, you know, you got one guy who's on, on you know, the 8 no streak. Obviously, he's been eight straight fights where he's just never felt a loss. You know, he doesn't even know how to lose. You know, that's not even his vocabulary. And then you got the other guy who's who's seen all kinds of styles of fighting, everything that you can think of. He's he's seen it. He's been through it. I mean, he, he walked across the cage from Brown and knocked him out in, in less time than you you would think to knock out Brown. One so, minute, 50 seconds. Right. Yeah. So, you know, it, it, it's going to be an exciting fight because one guy is going to say, you know, I'm going to be here for three rounds. And the other guy's like, well, you know. Uh, Austin, are you, are, are you concerned about Steven's power? I mean, the guy's knocked out a lot of people. No, really not. Uh, Respectively, I'd say I'm not really uh, afraid of anything that he's going to bring to the table. Uh, hmm. I look forward to a good action-packed fight. I think we both have uh, the styles to make it fight of the night, and that's what I'm going for. Nice. Now, are you, are you guys not banging your wives till fight time? I know sometimes they say women weaken legs. I take 30 days off. I'm just telling you right now. Before my Bellator fights, before I fight people, I take 30 days off. Really? Yeah. That's right. He likes to save that load for the what? moment he pins him to the mat. <laughs> and then he spider-mans him into a victory. <laughs> All right. Austin, you uh, banging your wife for the fight? I, she wouldn't be very happy with me if I stopped. All right. <laughs> Steven? <laughs> I'll be trying, man, but my baby, my wife is not one another baby right now, so she's kind of locked down for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, this has been a very heated press conference. Uh, thank you guys both for coming on the show. I can't wait for the fight, honestly. You guys are both good guys. I'm rooting for both of you. I'm rooting for a draw. Shots uh, were fired. Uh, there were some shots fired. Uh, good luck, and uh, good luck to both of you guys. Good luck with your fight, both of you. Don't forget to wear your tutus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Awesome, guys. I appreciate it. Take care, guys. <laughs> All right, that was another heated press conference. <laughs> yeah. The last one, this guy, the guy seemed a lot more heated. But yeah. uh, no, they both have that that uh, docile personality. The yeah. kids on their yeah. on their laps. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you know, yeah. Well, just you know what it is. They don't want to give the other guy any you know right. anything to, to, to motivate him. Yeah, to motivate him. They want to give him any motivation. Did you see the Conor McGregor? This I showed you the link. Yes, it was uh, hilarious. He Conor, went after. Did you see what happened? Yeah, I'll change your life. Yeah, <laughs> you, you tell your wife to put on the red panties. <laughs> I've won. You, you're fighting McGregor. We've made it, darling. We made it. That's, that was funny as hell. Has, does that is that a big thing? Wearing red panties, meaning you made it. I, don't know, I, I guess, believe. I guess we, it's didn't Ireland. you talk about red panty night recently? Nah, I didn't. No, have was that no, not? We didn't no, talk about it. No. Why? No. I, I mean, I've never had a, a girl wears red panties. That means that her life has changed. I, I mean, thought it meant she was on her on her period. Yeah, that's what I thought it meant. No, it means like it's it's just the go-to sexy for like sexy lingerie yeah. so yeah, that's yeah, all yeah he's he, really not that clever but he's willing to say anything and that's he, what's important he's very funny but then nate diaz tweeted out lames you should have stepped up in the press conference and said you both got punked out like some bitches well you know i was thinking the ufc needs to hire me to do a trash talking seminar <laughs> so these guys will learn to open their fucking mouths because they just sit what, there without anything do you to like say. it when, when they do that or or does it borderline wwe for me like if it's not genuine to me, I go, okay, this I is I think that so... was genuine, though. Oh, no, completely <laughs> from him. But when I see other people who don't do well, I'm like, uh, yeah. I, yeah. I, I could but care But the thing less. is, if you're real, be real. Do it. You know what I'm saying? But if yeah. you're not a real trash talker and you're like, oh, I'm going to hype this up, then you should go sit down. And that you should just let your fighting talk for exactly. you. Exactly. You know? But there are some people who have 
lot of them want now, to Colin, talk and are afraid to because they're afraid they're going to sound. Now, they're not going to have something funny to say. Now, now Bubba, in, in college, you were a trash talker, right? Oh, man, I, I'm about to get on it again. I, I'm fighting November 20th. I don't have my yeah, opponent. Man. I have my opponent, but we can't make it public Okay, yet. but November 20th, but we got a date. November Where? 20th. I'm going to try to get... Uh, I heard it's in Thackerville. I don't know what, what state that is. Where but the hell is Thackerville? I figured, I, okay. I'm well, sure. let's check our pocket computer. Yeah, I, right. I, I put in Thackerville, and I got a, I got Oklahoma. I don't know if it's Probably in Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I don't know. Probably I don't know. Like an Indian but casino. it's November 20th in Thackerville, and I'm going to try to reach out to his people to get a press conference going because I am going to <laughs> shit on his upper lip. Now, what do we... <laughs> Now, what and this you is do? a guy. This is a guy that I don't like. You know what I mean? So oh, you already like, know who it is. Yeah, I know who but it is. But I, is it the guy who's talking shit about you? It could be. It oh. could be. All I'm saying is, I'm going to trash him in the cage, and I'm going to trash now, him in your. Now, but in ears. college, I mean, you did trash talking in D1. I don't know if you know Bubba's story, John. He was a uh, his, sec- his sophomore year, he took second in the country, Penn State. Junior year, he got hurt. Got kicked off the team in Penn State. Uh, senior year, got replaced by Dave Taylor. Went on and beat Dave Taylor for ASU in the finals of the NCAA's. So beat the guy that 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 started over him on the team. It was a huge thing. And then he took off his ankle singlets, threw him in the air, and shot him down. And in, in what was one of the coolest things I've ever seen in my entire life. Pinned the kid and then the finals of the NCAA's with a cradle. Now, yeah. uh, but no, I did talk trash in, in college because it, it was I, I got to one point where it was just boring to me. Like I after I you know there's so many blue collared. You shake the guy's hand, you walk off the mat, and then. And you're back next week and it's like you, know, you I did all this hard work I did all this cutting weight I did all this grind just just for that I mean the victory at some yeah. point because I had I, you know not cocky but because I have well, won so much a, a leading up to college you know what I mean I was like 122 and 4 in high school so it was like I was I was whooping a lot of ass as, as like freshman yeah, and I and I lost I lost two at BC East, and you know I lost another one the next year at BC East. Who'd you lose so, to? Uh, I actually lost to um, Jason Johnstone, where I I almost teched him in college. He wrestled for Ohio State. Wow! But I didn't know that I was wrestling. I remember the ass whooping that I got in co- in high school. It was my first big ass whooping. Yeah. And then my coach called me after I wrestled him. He was like, "That a boy?" And I'm like, "What are you talking about?" He was like, "You don't remember that dude whipping your ass at BC East?" And oh wow! Like, Damn it! Had I and I majored him, <laughs> but I like had I known that he was the one. He tech pinned me. Like he bit me up he put me uh, put me on my back with 14 points and you know he tech fought me if i got up but he pinned me so i was like man had i known that i would have definitely tried to beat him so up a little bit but worse. i felt like but you talk a lot more trash because you were more confident in I your was. wrestling i got bored i got bored with this with the sport so i talked a little trash to, to amp it up for myself to get more excited you got it's all about having fun it's all about having, well the way i have fun is talking a little trash and it wasn't really downing my opponents it was just saying oh this is what i'm gonna do kind of thing you know but i i always backed it up that's the biggest thing about talking that trash Really is the biggest thing it's about the biggest thing trash. Tra- the trash that you talk, you have to you be back capable it of doing it. it. That's you the one thing about mean? Connor. Like you can get mad all you want, but <laughs> have I been wrong yet? Have yeah. I been wrong? You tell me. I felt bad a little bit for Chad Mendez at the press conference. Yeah, because he was like he didn't really uh, have anything to say because you know he got, the fight he, he, he spoke was, for itself. Yeah, exactly. And even when yeah. he said, "Well, with a full camp, you know, it's still like uh, it sounds like an excuse." Yeah, it sounds like an excuse. Although I thought Donald Cerrone was going to be more vocal. Although he did say, "I'll, I'll, I'll bend you over and fuck the lucky charms." Out of your ass. Yeah, yeah. That was kind of funny. That was great. Yeah. But Holly was, boy, she was st- an iron. They should have let Nate. They should have let Nate Diaz there, though. I th- honestly, yeah, even awesome. though he's not the top five right now, put him there just for the pr- the because pr- you know he'll jump over the seats and start punching people. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you want drama? Bring Nate. <laughs> yeah, bring the Diaz brother. Bring brothers. the Diaz brother. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> honestly, yeah. so that but was. See, I always think that Nick is more volatile than Nate. 
No, they're pretty much the exact same. I mean, it depends on what who, who wakes up when. You, know, <laughs> you don't even who, know which one you're looking at. Yeah. Who hit the bong last yeah. is what they want to know. You you told my, you stole my weed. I'm more mad today. I, yeah. I told I told you when I met Nate in Vegas and we hung out and then Nick walks by. I'm like, hey Nick, and Nick doesn't say hello. And Nate's like, he won't talk to me either. <laughs> 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 I was like, I felt better. Uh, so UFC 191. Even though most of you didn't watch it, I'll, I'll do a little recap of what happened. So Mighty Mouse versus uh, Dodson. I heard they were just boring. I almost am, am happy I didn't watch it because what I'm hearing, what I've read, you wasted a lot of time and money. A lot of people walked out before the fight was over, and then uh, and then Mighty Mouse said, yeah. which I think is lame in general. If you're you're going to yeah. pay for a fight, you're gonna be stay the for the fight. Stay yeah. and watch well, it. I, I never understood the people who'd show up only for the main card. I remember oh, yeah. when yeah. I used to go all the time, you, you'd want to be there before the first prelim fight. Yeah, you're there. Yeah, those exactly. are the hungriest kids, the the young yeah, prelim kids. I, I just, I exactly. Don't go with Adam because Adam waits till the last second to try and find the tickets, and they're halfway across the casino. Oh bullshit! That was <laughs> for one Invicta card, but uh, but no. When I go though, I'm I'm like I'll like go like superstar. I, I go and like give everyone five as they're walking to the cage. I'm like a little kid, uh, but I but yeah. So. I don't understand. First of all, fans booing. I'm kind of torn on this because number one, I would never boo a fighter nope. ever or you talk would, any but shit. I think the fans have every right to. At the same time, I've gone to football games and booed a team, baseball games and booed. You've booed basketball teams, so it is a sport. And can, should you I, get mad I, at I people booing? Boo. I would just, I would just be telling them to do something. Like if a guy's laying on top of him, I wouldn't be like, "Boo, you're laying on top of him," because it's the guy on bottom's job to get up. But I would just be like, you know, get up. I would be shouting encouragements to my dismay. You know, right? I mean? It wouldn't be, "Oh, boo, both of you suck." You don't know who I'm aiming my boo at. But me personally, I was a fan of the boo birds. If you booed me, I, I knew that I was doing my job in a sense. You know, you, you don't, you don't usually boo when a guy's getting the shit kicked out of him. You know yeah. What I mean? You boo when you are a little bit bored or the guy you're rooting for isn't doing what he is capable of doing. So I, I knew that if you were booing me, especially I, I like to be the underdog and be on, uh, away. You know, right. I don't like to be home. I like to be away. The pressure's on the other guy. So I, I, I was used to the boos. People would boo me on the announcement when my name was being yelled. And I'm like, yeah, this is exactly what I got I want. booed one time in high school against Brewster Academy, this kid uh -huh. who beat me when I was a freshman. Mm -hmm. And uh, I lost four fights, in a, four wrestling matches in a row going to the Northern New England. So I was like, I was having a terrible year and then I won everything I was on from four seed in northerns to one seed in New England which is like 50 school eight schools, 50 schools. but I love getting booed I, I know it's, it's, there's something cool about getting booed Hell yeah. it's like even groans and comedy not during stand up like no not booed but ooh groans yeah. is okay I'll Groan. take some groans if I shock you with something yeah. and you get a oh. that's fine yeah oh that's fine <laughs> yeah. it's like that's right I caught you yeah, in the one gut. or two but then you know like they mean? start groaning every joke you're right, like alright it's, it's like, like come, on, come on people no I got booed and I was a little bit torn by this because I was a. I went to Penn State for four years. You know what I mean. And I got booed in Philly after pinning David Taylor. And I was said, you know, in my head, I'm like the same crowd that's booing me used to root me on. You know yeah. what I mean. But then again, I did pin their Golden Boy. Did you so bang any Penn State pussy afterwards? No. I, actually, I did. I had a Penn State girl that was there at that time. So, so you, wow. So she so, really like yeah, turned she, on her her school. She I, she knew that the national tournament was going to be there. She knew Bubba J was in town, winning <laughs> winning the gold. Uh, excuse me, it's too sincere. <laughs> she knew was it a white sincere? girl, or black girl. She was a white girl. Nice, beautiful white girl. One of ours, of course. Yes, one of yours. Of one of your. I mean, it was Pennsylvania's. <laughs> This beautiful he white girl. Through. It was one of yours. He went through him. It was. It was. It was one. It was one of yours. <laughs> and I and I got payback for the 
years we spent <laughs> building your houses saw Johnny, it was one of yours. John, have you ever dang, banged a black chick or no? I don't know if I refer to it as bang. Have that sex would with be, them? You, yeah. You, uh, yeah. You've made love? You sweated on top of her for 30 minutes. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> yeah. Well, your wife is Asian, right? Or part Asian? Yeah. His wife is smoking hot. Sounds hot. His wife is hot. And <laughs> All then, you gotta do is say Asian. It's like hot, totally hot. She's sure, so hot. I'm sure she's and then hot. like he's like me and my wife. Uh, John's like, hey, wanna go out with my wife and her friend? And I'm like, oh, is her friend hot? And he's like, oh, you'll you'll meet her. Oh. <laughs> the, 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 the Allegedly, I don't I, I don't even know the military why, chick. Why, I, she was a full on lesbian, you, like military. Oh, you know, not at all. Oh, all right, I thought she was. Yeah, like, <laughs> you, you non-married guys just don't get what what you should say out loud and what you should. <laughs> let's follow that conversation through. Let's end the conversation, but let's just follow it through on my end. <laughs> And let's say my wife hears this podcast. <laughs> now, did you just, did you, did, there's not a chance she will, okay. but, but, but let's just say now, then do you think that would cause a ripple in what I got going on in my house? No, because it was me saying it, not you. Okay. And if she looks like a lesbian, she looks like a lesbian. Facts I mean, are you, facts, bro. You should nut up and be like, look, hun, you your friend it, looks like a lesbian. Bro! Bro! She's a lesbian! She looks like Greg Wilson. She looks like me. She's a lesbian. All right. I look like a lesbian. By the way, we are now going to call the founder of Chimera Coffee. Oh, okay. He's in the Dominican Republic. So we're gonna we're gonna call him right now uh, for a little interview. So Um, we're gonna interrupt his plantains. (laughs) 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 Oh yes, exactly. (laughs) We are gonna call Frank right now. Hello, Frank. You're on the MMA Roasted hey, Podcast. Up, it's me, the Greg Wilson, John Heffron, Bubba Jenkins. Hey, How are hey. you, man? Hey, what's up, guys? How's what's it up? going? What's going on? So uh, I've been right. drinking this Camara coffee. It is the best yeah, coffee. How do you guys like it? It's about, I, I want more of it. Honestly, you got to send us more. It's I the, don't have any yeah, of it. And I saw, more, man. I saw I love Leslie it. Smith with it, and she looked like she was having a great time drinking this coffee, and I wanted some for my for my training camps. Think how much better of a fighter I'd be if I had some more, some more coffee. Yeah, we actually ran man, out of it. I will hook you up. Now, Now, where are you from? <laughs> Uh, I'm from the Dominican Republic. That's where I'm at right now. You're from the Dominican Republic now. Man, so I, I pick the beans myself, buddy. Really? <laughs> you really do that? No. Yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, I don't like go up in the mountains with a burro or anything like that <laughs> with a donkey. But you know, I go to the plantation and, and you know, I select from the uh, I select from the 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 the, 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 the batches. Nice. Now, how, well, the now, most premium beans, you know? Now, how did you start with the whole nootropics, the whole brain vitamins in the uh, coffee? Um, well, I mean, we've been, we've been doing this for, for about two years, so we finally came up with the, um, with the formula because we wanted to do something that wouldn't compromise the taste of the, the excellent quality of the coffee. And so, I mean, we had a lot of prototypes. It was, it was very hard getting to, you know, where, where we're at right now. Wow, I'm, I know. I kinda, you know what? I kind of wanted to talk to you a little bit about the philosophy on Chimera because you guys, you know, you, you guys basically got covered the part about you know great tasting coffee, the benefits of the the brain vitamins. But you know, if if I may, can I can sure. I uh, just say a couple of words about the philosophical side? Please. Sure. Yeah. Papa's eating. Just, you know, so please. Yeah. <laughs> what's that? Now go on. Go on. <laughs> Thank you. So I mean, the the coffee is like a vessel we provide to aid you in the motivational department. You know, through increased dopamine levels. For those who who don't know dopamine, that's a re- reward and motivational neurotransmitter in the brain. So the other half of the equation is, what do you do with that increased motivation? You know, like how how will you channel it? 
That's where the philosophical side comes in. Because a chimera is a mythological being representing a hybrid of two different creatures. As you can see in our logo, we have half man, half beast. So the man represents you as a person, and the beast is who you want to be. So our hashtag and slogan, Become the Legend, is about that journey, you know? So, I mean, we want to encourage people to evolve as humans and strive to be better than yesterday. That being in sports, your work, hobbies, or personal knowledge. And uh, so far, I mean, we basically have jump-started a community of individuals who are excited and proud to show their accomplishments uh, through social media and tagging us. So we repost them and share with the other chimeras. You could, um, it's, it's all really inspirational. Some of the pictures we, we've been getting are amazing and uplifting. And you can check us out on Instagram at Chimera Coffee. I love it. Well, send us more of that stuff because that sounds great. I, I need all the inspiration that I can get. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I need, I yeah, need a bag I mean, delivered to every college. <laughs> so please. I don't think we need you any more hyper than you are, but. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. I need to be more focused. Send some more Chimera Coffee. Thank you, Frank. Thanks for, the, for calling will, in, I man. I will do that. And you guys are doing a great job. I love what you're doing. I love your work. And keep it up, guys. We will Thank do you that. For Thanks. The time. Thanks a lot, Frank. Take care. All right, guys. Bye. All right, that was Frank from Chimera Coffee. Absolutely, uh, sounds like he knows what he's doing. With, yeah. You know, with the formula and, and and trying to develop it over the last two and years. He's and down stuff there like in uh, Dominican. <laughs> yes, you, picking you the think, beans himself. Yeah, he picking says. the beans himself. Do you think he has like monkey butlers? I, I have <laughs> I have no idea, but probably. Right? They do a good job that's training they, monkeys out there for yeah, sure. Yeah, that's what but they check do. it out at chimericoffee.com. <laughs> and also check out, uh, by the way, uh, tipafighter.com because fighters need to get paid more. And Bubba and company have decided to have come up with this great brand where we could actually pay fighters more. So tipafighter.com. Yeah. And not just fighters, like, you know, listeners, go on there and tip them. Exactly. Also, American Icon Autographs, AIASE.com, the best sports and celebrity memorabilia and events, AIASE.com. And if your business has been vandalized with graffiti and your storefront property has been left, gang members have taken over, <laughs> there's only one place to go, removeitrestoration.com. Somebody sent in a thing with it. one 1-888-424. One eight 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 four two four nine six nine seven. All the gang is still there. <laughs> that was that was one of the funniest things last week. By the way, we we have we have some really really funny listeners, and uh, yeah. thank you Joe Jaggy and company for uh, for being so funny. Uh, by the way, I hung out with Sean McCorkle last week. I don't even know Sean McCorkle. He actually nope. he beat Mark Hunt in one round, one minute. He actually like talked his way into the UFC on like the underground and actually made it. Got into there. He's this huge heavyweight, and then he uh, he ended up uh, beating Mark Hunt. And then he lost to Stefan Struve. He lost to uh, somebody else. Got cut. Ended up losing like five out of six fights. Beat the world's strongest man, um, Pujanowski. And now he's just this like huge guy roaming around Indiana. He comes to all my shows. He wants to be a comedian. He's funny. And he, yeah. But like, he's just funny. He's like, yeah. he'll, he'll be like, I'm like, how's it going? He's like, I'm on eight different kind of steroids right now. And like, he's just <laughs> a fucking <laughs> big meathead guy. But he's funny as shit. So I hung out with him. It's hard, man. It's hard. Uh, so yeah, I am hey, dating. Hey, refer him to me. I'll help him craft that, that, that set. I, I will. Yeah. I, yeah, absolutely. By the way, uh, Greg teaches a comedy course as well, yeah, John. I teach. Nice. Yes. So uh, I'm in Miami this weekend. Excited for that. 
Yeah, it's great. Doing a home field comedy club. Excited. You're from your you're you live in Miami for a while, right? Yeah, I lived in Miami. I lived in Hollywood. I lived in La- Fort Lauderdale. I was all over that South. Gotta, yeah, got to go wherever they'll give you credit, huh? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Southern. I, which brings up a question though. You're gone every weekend. You're Almost. always going someplace, yeah. right? Who is watching your animals? Uh, Does your house just smell like piss and no, cat no, feces? No, no, no. My dad takes a dog. Uh-huh. My dad because it's every week. My dad takes a dog every week. Uh, it's good company for my dad. Yeah, and then my friend Aaron comes, changes the litter every day. I pay him, and then he, he and then he spends like an hour with the cats, and then he also cleans cleans the cat. Do you litter. think he spends an hour with? The he cats. does. Yeah, you're hoping. <laughs> he does. He, he walks does. in, spends five minutes, and leaves. No, no, he hangs. He like he says he needs like a break from his girlfriend and stuff, so he like hangs out with my cats. I believe him. He's a good guy, Aaron. <laughs> Someone with your travel schedule probably shouldn't own pets. That's all, dude. <laughs> I spent I spent so I have two. German Shepherds and two cats. Me and my wife are both gone every week. We're at, before we even fly out anywhere, we're 110 bucks a day in the hole. Right. 110 a day. For a taking day. care of the animals, yeah. Wow. Because you have two shepherds. and you But know. he can afford it. No. <laughs> I spend so you, much. You still live in that same house I went to? Yeah, yeah. I like that house. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I just worry about your cats. That's no, my cats are fine. Cats are fine. Like, I, I leave like my cats. Really for, I leave my cats what? for days. I feel like that's how he got herpes. <laughs> you, let, you leave a child unattended, they get herpes. That's my cat has happened. cat herpes. Which, by the way, thanks. Every time I go on Periscope, someone yells cat herpes. <laughs> but you gave it to him. My Periscope. Uriah Faber came on my Periscope, yeah. and he always goes uh, five. Is, 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 is this the forehead cam? Because he says I have a right, good right, forehead. Because right. I would go back and forth. <laughs> he came to my show at the Improv last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which good pictures. Just cool. Me and Uriah hung out, and I go. I go, Dane. He's like, we saw Dane cook there, and then yeah. I'm like, Dane, this is your eye favorite. Dane's like, I don't watch MMA. Like, well, of course not. He's not on it. But it's like, <laughs> but still, you Dane only watches stuff he's on. You still couldn't be like, oh, nice to meet you. Like, yeah, oh, of that's course cool. not. I go, he's one of the best fighters in the world. He goes, oh, I don't know, man. I just don't have. I don't, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not into it. He's just a terrible person. <laughs> like, why? Why would that be your your go to move? Let's say you he introduces me to you, right? Yeah. And you're a. a you paint houses. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't go. And eh, you know what? I have aluminum siding. I, I don't give a <laughs> right, shit about this right. guy. Like, like, what? What is your default setting? <laughs> yeah, that you have to. That, it's asshole. Yeah. No. Like. Yeah. That's. That's. Yeah. Well, there are a couple I, of things he did to me that were way worse. That. I, oh, that's even, what I'm, I'm saying. Not, like, I'm not this even is, say it. Yeah. But because it's, it's it's personal. But it's still like that itself. I was like, because Dane had a really good set, and Uriah and me were laughing. Yeah. I yeah. went on, and Dane went on, both laughing, and then Dane comes over, and I'm like, he, I'm like, I want to meet Dane. He's like. Oh, yeah, like he was. I was like, cool, like two guys that are experts in their field, yeah, meeting each other. I figured it'd be kind of cool. And then Dan was like, I don't know, man, I just don't watch MMA. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I've gotten in like three yelling matches with Dan. Just like, why do you even bother? He's just a horrible person. He's just so, I, why did I bother? Because he was yelling at me. I'm not gonna sit there and take it, yeah. And you were, that's the one you thing were talking, I, but he thought it was yelling, so you eventually. Had to it's just escalated. Because <laughs> that is my natural level. My natural level. Like, why is this guy yelling at me? Greg is the only guy that I can actually do two sets at the same time at the improv and the laugh factory. That's, <laughs> that's how loud he is. <laughs> For sure. But I didn't know that there are, uh, you know, obviously, I think comedians. Have good personality. <laughs> no, you, you think no. you would think that you get you up there and tell jokes. It depends. There's it's so many different levels. Like I don't know. I, just, over I, I have zero tolerance for dudes that are douchey. Like yeah. zero. Yeah. Like, just be cool. Hang out. Or nice. or guys that have been dicks. For some reason, they never think that <laughs> getting physical is an option. Like uh, you know, right, like right. if somebody starts jawing with you. 
in my brain, I'm thinking, don't you know that, that I will hurt you? Somebody <laughs> just, just busting your jaw. That's always an that's always on the table. Yeah. No matter where you are in life. Ask I, Gino Smith. I, I, yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> I always assume that that's always that that's always there. And some people just go I think through it's an life. East Coast thing and West Coast. Just not I think, like, thinking the, that being from New York. Like, are I you always, you're an East Coast guy? Yeah, I grew up yeah. in Michigan. He's from yeah. Detroit. Yeah. Yeah, I, I always assume mm-hmm. as New York, like, like someone will just the punch East you in Coast the face. Will punch you in your face. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but in California, uh, I'm not saying it won't happen. It, it could happen, but it's a lot less. People yeah, are... because it, y'all go from zero to 100 real quick. In the East Coast, we will fight you and walk away. <laughs> Out here, you'll get shot, or you won't, or anything, or nothing will happen to you. Or you'll, or you'll get sued. <laughs> yeah, or someone throws th- a punch yeah. and they start, they'll, they'll just sue you. Well, they'll yeah. lash out at you on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens. They'll block you on Instagram. <laughs> but yeah, no, that happened. Uh, I, like that happens a lot sometimes where people start getting loud with you and I I, I mean I have gotten into two fights in the last five years so I, I still that's still too yeah. many that I would which right. I, I hadn't gotten into Man. one a comic to sucker punch people taking a joke and I ended up you know punching them six or seven times and another one in like an elevator I think you I fought an elevator it's gotta be a best fight I, I, <laughs> my uh, fantasy fight is to fight in an elevator because it's like there's, there's no room to go yeah. yeah, there's no. I'm gonna be all on top of you, son. Yeah, I know where you can go. <laughs> that <laughs> didn't sound gay at all. Uh, <laughs> it, it's gonna turn real oh, gay real get, quick. It's gonna get real gay for him. I, I gotta get knocked out. There's gonna be some gay shit going down, son. I'm big bubba in this bitch. <laughs> in instructional videos of how to fight in an elevator. Like to me, that seems like that would be a practical yeah. thing. How to use the elevator? Like people would buy. Uh, in my prime, when I was a bit of a, a nutbag. 10 years ago, I bought a Russian video of how to fight in water. Yeah, but you also kind of went off the deep end. Uh, Let's let's be honest. Completely how to. My friend said he went over your house and that you had like a gun, like you're a gun owner, right? Several, several guns. (laughs) But he said that like what are you? Whatever. My chest over. (laughs) But this is when I started worrying about you a little bit. Is that is that you had timed how long it would take for you to grab that gun if an intruder came? Right. I I have. Did you have family then? Did you have kids then? I, I don't have uh, my stepdaughter's in the Air Force now. No, she wasn't around then. See, I got I got timings. You come to my house, I know how exactly. You got about four seconds of talking shit before I can blow a hole through your ass. You have a gun too? <laughs> yeah. Man, yeah, of course I got my, I'm my, black, bro. I got a gun. Of course I got a gun. My house, my house talking about. I'm is, black. My house is zoned. So if so if a chime goes off, you know, not the alarm, but a chime, I I could get to a gun. I've timed it. I've I've had yeah, you dry scenario have an, drill. You have plans, well, I've baby. opened up my sliding door and I've sprinted upstairs and touched my bed and then I would see how long it would take me now this is somebody who's really pissed at me who knows exactly where I'm sleeping <laughs> who's, trying to, sprint. who's trying to kill you I don't just I'm prepared for anybody bro. Yeah. you should probably audience. start now Now that people know that you don't have a game plan <laughs> yeah. you should probably get one because they're like oh well Adam Adam doesn't have an escape survival plan yeah. well, I'm I, I fucking have, him up I have I have not own a gun <laughs> me neither no. I, I, but in my nice garage guy, there, I just nice keep like a some metal pipe. Look, but my mama always said, better to have and not need than to need and not have. But Bubba's a fighter. I could see, and Bubba's. I think she was talking about condom. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she was talking about condoms. She was talking about life, son. Life. But, but Bubba's a fighter. I could see right. why Bubba would, you know, he gets in the fights every day at the gym. Somebody you beat up yeah. the wrong way, might come after you. John, I've never even seen you get into an argument with anybody. You seem like. But that doesn't mean bad guys won't peek through a window and go, oh, I like that. What is that? PlayStation 2? Uh. 
Yeah, yeah no, right. you're right about that. Yeah. And crackheads, if someone comes in your home and you can kill them. Crackheads don't well, discriminate. Texas, They'll fight yeah. you all day for $11. They'll fight John Jones all day for $11. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, a crackhead ain't playing. See, that's crackhead what will I just come right up in your house. Well, John, well, John's already has the code for it. And I probably use the wrong score. John actually goes to the crackhead. Yeah, yeah. exactly. About my $11. But I am obsessed with the price. We agreed on the price. With It's called situational awareness. Like, you know, you're at a club, you're performing in Philly, and you're four blocks away from the comedy club. Most guys have their their face in their phone or their headphones on listening to music. Where I'm the guy, I have my my phone and thing, and I'm just, I will just, if I see any any people in groups of two, I don't care if you're 13 year olds. Asian, I'm looking right at you, going, "You guys are up to something." There's, there's two of you. I don't. I like the Jason Bourne of comedy. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to be. I've taken. I'm. A, I, I've taken one People class. Whoop your ass in a, four feet of water, son. Uh, class. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you, you start, in a flooded you start fucking with me at a Marriott uh, courtyard pool. You're dead. You're, You're dead. dead. You're dead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. a fight with a water gun. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be like, "Won't you come over to the deep end, son? <laughs> Let's do this." <laughs> I'm prepared for this. Yeah. The Russians. Why does the guy have buckets with him? (laughs) (laughs) This guy's just ready to fight in water. Let's get in these buckets and see what's up then, motherfucker. I'm only fighting when it's raining. (laughs) How deep's your bathtub? What? How deep's your bathtub, man? (laughs) I only got a shower. I got the handicap shower. I don't have a bathtub. But I'll come. Yeah. You just confuse the shit out of guys. It's like I don't know how to fight this guy. I spent like. But no, I think I think the Russian video. I think that's a a good thing to. Have. Like, me in the you know, most people are like, okay, you don't think about fighting, but anytime you got to protect a family or anytime you have to protect the things you've gained or, or, or worked so hard to get, yeah. I think knowing how to fight in three feet, four feet of water is a, a you might not think it's smart until you Listen, are getting you your ass whooped sh- in a hot tub and you're like, fuck, I wish I knew how to do something here. You have right. to adjust right. your fireman's carry. If it's four feet of water, it's going to change up some things. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? You have to do it. You know I mean? That double leg doesn't land yeah, as hard yeah. in water. Yeah. The headlock's going to be far. The even like getting guillotined underwater yeah, is going to yeah. suck. <laughs> so there's different you ways. You guys are crazy. <laughs> Funny though, but so anyway, so the mirror. I'm uh, fighting in four feet of jelly. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> that's, a, that's a fight I'm ready to have. Get Holly home on the phone. Four feet of jizz. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so, so Frank Mir versus Arlovsky. Right. Uh, that fight, I thought that Frank Mir got robbed. Actually, uh, I thought it was a close enough fight where Mir could have won. Mm-hmm. They gave it to Arlovsky. It wasn't. It was one of those fights. Either. I wasn't. It wasn't a robbery. Robbery. Yeah. I, but it could have went either way. Um, it was two guys. That it didn't, was a snooze fest. It was a snooze fest. It was two guys that didn't really want to hurt each other. Like well, you, you know, you know at, on the senior circuit. At the weigh in, they took selfies together. They weighed <laughs> in and took a selfie. That's when. That's when you know these guys don't really want to fight each other yeah. when they square up and take a selfie. Uh, Paige Van Zant looked. Uh, she I looked. Like Paige. She looked good. Everybody likes Paige. She's sexy. Beautiful girl. I don't know. Like, it's there's such a difference. Rogan was saying between the three girls, the Joanna yeah. and the Claudia, uh, and now even with Valerie, I guess maybe, maybe, and then the other bottom tier. Yeah. It's, it's a huge drop off because everybody's a new thing, you know, for women, uh, yeah. and it's just a, it's a huge drop off. I don't. I, I think Paige is 21. Maybe she, but she seems to me like an athlete who does MMA. You know, versus right. like uh, a straight fighter, which is what right. who's like been a fighter her whole life. Which is what Joanna looks like right. to me. Uh, Have you seen that change? I saw some video of UFC to sign some kid. It's like sixteen. Have you seen that the wrestler? Thing? But Bellator signed him. I'm talking about 
Aaron Pico? Some just young kid who's he's all like karate. Like he was doing oh, some all crazy crescent kit, like some crazy yeah. And he's like undefeated or something. He's like a I, 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 have, I have not seen that. I know. I, I know. Bellator is on Aaron Pico, who Bubba's not that crazy about. Right. So there's this kid wrestling who was like, uh, he was a high school national champion, right? I, I think so. And Bella, I think and, so. Yeah. And he, he I'm guessing he, to he, be hyped, he's had to have went a, a high school. National he didn't go to college. Instead, he went to the, the Olympic Training Center mm-hmm. with his own team, and he's training for the Olympics, which I think is a mistake because yeah, the, because when you go to college, Cadets like, Worlds, so just, much pussy. Cadets World. No, I think it was Junior Worlds or Cadet Worlds, and you know, not to toot my own horn or anything, but I won Junior Worlds, and I went to college, and I now do MMA. He did not go to college. He competed in Junior Worlds and did not win it. And Bellator gave him a million dollars. And so, the- so I'm trying to figure out one when they gonna line that fight up so I can get so I can change my life. <laughs> <laughs> so your girl can have the red panties. Tell my wife to get out the red panties so I can change my life. But uh, why do all of our Colin McGregor things end up sounding Jamaican? Like, no, mine does. <laughs> no, I try to I try to have an Ireland too. accent. Yeah, that, that's People it. say he sounds like Miss Cleo. Call me now. But no, I'm I, here I, to I just, tell you I just, that's an authentic Irish accent. <laughs> <laughs> I've got 19 brothers and sisters they all talk just the same thank you <laughs> Bubba what were you saying I just think that you should be proven you know there, you should have to have done something in the, in the well, field well I just think in college like I, I remember uh, it's a whole new world man. yeah you know what's funny like you ever, have you ever met uh, Todd Beckerman this is no. Kid Todd Beckerman. I wrestled as Kid Todd Beckerman, and I was a I was a main state champion, right? And then they're like, I go to wrestling camp. They go, all state champions stand up, right? It was at Ken Churchdow's camp, so I stood up. I'm like, oh, I'm fucking. Kids lined up to wrestle me and to say that they beat the shit out of me. I got <laughs> I got killed. So that there was a kid, Todd Beckerman, there who was a four time national champion in high school, prep school. I think he coaches now for OSU. He whooped my ass. Like it was like, and, and I, I was only to revalue your state. I was only maybe. <laughs> I'm the man here, but I ain't shit nowhere else. Yeah, look, I was a freshman. I needed that. It was a wake up call. But I'm like Todd Beckerman. No one's gonna beat this kid in college. I mean, he's a four time national champion. He gets to college. I think the best he did was all American. Like I think he, I think he placed all American. He came in fourth, which means there were three kids better than him. Which to me was like, like to me, winning a national championship in college is probably the hardest thing to do in the world. And, and, and then, things. even when you do that, okay, you look at guys like uh, the guy whose brother is in the, in the UFC, who was a three-time Rochelle. national champion, Jake Rochelt, three-time national champion, had four fights in the UFC and was out. Wow. And, uh, and lost to Kendall Grove, or uh, like lost to, uh, maybe he beat whatever. You, you, you get Anthony Johnson obliterated him. Right. And Anthony Johnson was never a national. So it's a whole different, but when you, when you get to there's college. There's levels to the shit. When you get to college, you really separate the men from the boys. Uh, I remember that yeah. I went to University of Michigan's uh, wrestling camp, and we we decided to skip takedowns or whatever it was take takedown defense. And John Fisher, wh- who I think is one of the best wrestlers ever, he was the guy who had to come and find us. And I just remember being in that guy's car, just him just going, "You, you think I want to drive around finding you fucking kids?" <laughs> You show up and we were like so paranoid. Yeah, <laughs> John. Fisher. Do you know who he is, John? No, Fisher? I don't know John Fisher. Uh, he's so, uh, yeah, he's like second, uh, 
like the second guy on the U.S. Olympic team forever. But he's, he's just he's such a badass. Check him out. There was like, a kid. Like I remember. Would, I remember in Iowa there was a kid. Uh, I remember there was a guy. That's where they make him. I remember in Iowa there was a. I went to Iowa wrestling camp, Dan Gable's camp, and there was a guy, uh, Chad Zapital. Was that was the coach, and he took second in the in the nationals three years in a row. <laughs> took he was basically to call him bridesmaid. Like yeah, yeah. your second. Sunderland took took second three years in a row. And there was a kid named Jesse Zitmer, who his senior year someone got hurt. He started and he won the nationals. But he was second. But he on was the, but he, but he was second on his team, which means he was probably the second best kid in the country three years in a row, but never got to show it. I mean, that's how fucking crazy and deep college is. It's crazy, man. It's a whole nother level because you also have to deal with the fact that, okay, when you're in high school, a lot of times winning is motivated by your coaches or your parents who can see you and touch you and feel you every day where they're like, okay, you got to do this, you got to do that. You know, you got to be on them like a good parent and a good kid. When you go to college, your, your coach isn't like the same kind of coach that he was in high school, that they were in high school. Your coach is more like a guy who says, okay, you got to be here at this time and make sure you're there. And that's it. That's all they're going to say to you. Okay, we got we got somewhere to be on Wednesday. Today is Saturday. You know, they're going to obviously, you know, say the season doesn't start. So you have all this summertime that, you know, do whatever you want. We got practice on Wednesday at nine o'clock. Coach isn't going to be like on Sunday. Hey, guys, remember, we got practice at nine o'clock on Wednesday. Monday comes. Oh, we got practice. At nine. It's just going to be like nothing for four days. So in those four days, you could. A lot of room for error. A lot of room <laughs> yeah. for error. You know, there's yeah. a lot of. And, and you have school on top of it. You know, you got to be able to different between friends, between time, between schooling, between when you want to get better. Because it ain't just about the two hours you spend in a room to wrestle. It's about that extra time, the film work. I mean, there's so much more than just high school was. You know what I mean? Plus, you got to do two times as what you did in high school to be successful in college. Plus in high school, like, I remember even my senior year, I actually, me and my dad went on a wilderness trip for like families to like talk talk about problems and stuff. Middle of my senior year with right. all these families family in, in, in like Maine, family therapy for a week. Middle of the season, which I was still so pissed at them. Like, why are you taking me out of season? And I, I came back, I ended up, well, it was fine, but I, I remember hiking across a lake three miles with my dad eating granola bars every night and like coffee out of someone's fucking like whatever and then uh and then wrestling that night i came back i could wrestle the second kid in, in the state of maine i beat him 12 to 4 I t- I, but i just took him down let him up took him down let him up mm-hmm. and then i was so tired and i was i was crying because i didn't pin him my dad's like what's wrong i'm like oh, fuck i didn't pin him my dad's like you're fucking what's wrong i'm, I'm, I'm leaving but anyway anyway <laughs> i was never you're that, a little bitch i ended up getting impetigo at nationals, I couldn't cut weight, blah, yada yada. I ended up losing in nationals. But half the kids that I, my record was like, I think 31 and 1 my mm-hmm. senior year. But I would say half the kids that I wrestled, they were defeated right away. Right. Like they knew they were wrestling me. Yep. And they, it, the match was over. I like, would do that. I was that guy. Every time I would wrestle, I would just walk out and I would just shake the kid's hand. I'd look at him and go, he's probably going to pin me in about 15 seconds. <laughs> yeah. Like I would do, I would lose before. And my wrestling coach would always, I still hear Mr. Jane's in my head going, You quit, Heffron! You quit! <laughs> like, like, he would just yell that. And I remember the first time I did the Tonight Show, uh, I, w- I was backstage and it's, the commercials are playing, and I knew I was next. This is before last no, comic. You can hear it in your head. This is before, and my, my heart started, <laughs> yeah. blah, 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 and my body started doing this thing like, This is not gonna go well. This is not gonna, and Mr. Jane's voice, popped into my head and I could hear him go, you quit, Heffron! Like I heard it. So then I walked. I had a moment of, fuck no, I'm not. Like I had that thing and I walked out and then I had a great set and then I left. I go, okay, I was supposed to eat it 
in high school as a wrestler, all that just for that yeah, one so moment. You did great, right? Had, had what a terrible thing. coach yelling, "You quit!" By the way, that's a oh, shitty I, uh, fucking uh, be, way. Because to... here's how I got pinned. I remember, I sat out. The guy, what, what he uh, he underhook, chin, yeah, lowered me down, put his chin. Who gets pinned that way? Who's I, serious? Still, unless you know, unless you're 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 wrestling your five year old brother. But the whole the whole point I was trying to make though the whole point I the whole point and girls. But the whole point I was trying to make about Aaron Pico is that I guarantee most of the kids in high school because you have that high school mentality. They lost. When you're wrestling Aaron Pico, they lost before the fight even yeah. started. The match yeah. even started. Uh, you're you're wrestling Aaron Pico. These kids were done in college. That's not that, going to be the case. The thing about it in, in high school is like once you, you not everyone has done something. You know what I mean? You're you're here because you're trying to achieve that goal of national champion. You know, state champion. So the guys that you're wrestling aren't state championship. The guys that you know you're going to see at the national tournament, some of them are state champions, but usually that's the first national championship. You know, stuff like that. In college, everyone's won states. Yeah. Everyone's won nationals. Everybody's been to Fargo. Everybody's been to the toughest. The only reason why they're in the lineup is because they. They have done something so it's not it's no longer can you look at a name and be like oh I'm wrestling this guy I'm gonna get killed or oh I wrestled this. every name was out there it's like it's my opportunity to beat that guy my first match in college was against the number one guy in the country how'd you do mm. I lost five to two at Penn State Wow. I lost to uh, Mike Poeta. First time wrestling in... <laughs> first match? First match. <laughs> Jesus. First match. I was the number one recruit coming out of high school, so I was like, you know, I'm, I'm on this level. You know, but they were like, hey, I'm up a weight, too, so I'm not at 49. I'm at, I'm at 157. And they were like, hey, you know, Penn State, it's our first home match this weekend. You know, you're going to start. You're wrestling Mike Poeta. And he was the number one guy in the country at the time, and I was just like, now, now, done something. Now, at I'm, that I'm, point, I'm, you hadn't lost in how long? Three yeah. years? Yeah, it, I hadn't lost since my freshman year in high school. High school. So how did you take it? Oh, I was. I'm. I'm not a good loser. <laughs> <laughs> I am not a good loser. I can tell you that right what, now. What did you do? Uh, I mean, I got. I got. I got ducked. By the way, you know, and I'm the king of the super duck. But he didn't super duck me. He just kind of ducked me. But um, I got so much motivation from that match one I was I mean he was two times bigger than me way more experienced you know so the whole thing played against me so I I definitely took it well for for my coaches coming up and like hey man <laughs> hey man we got something here you know they were like all excited because this is me get to finally show them you know what they recruited it's like your draft pick comes Plus, out like your freshman kid lose the number one guy in the country five two you're like yeah up away you're like hey you know, I mean? you know wait a minute we got something here yeah they you know, were like, they were super excited but they had to pump me up because i was i just took a loss so i don't care who it was i don't care if it was to godzilla out there if i didn't beat godzilla something was wrong and in, in yeah. my eyes you know what one time so I, was I, when I was coaching this, kid, this little indian kid he went out there and he was like he, he was crying he, he lost he was and like you know, it's middle school. I'm never gonna chastise a kid for losing. No matter what they do, I'm gonna say, look, you know. Well, you're a better coach than I would have been. I, I'm, I'm like, like, what? You quit? <laughs> no, man. Get out of here. Kids go, are 10, go 11, drink your juice box. Kids are 10, 11, <laughs> go, drink, 12. go get me another juice. Yeah. The kids are 10, 11. I, I've, I've seen the, the, the other way. Coaches do that, but it's still got to be delicate, you know. And yeah. the kids crying, and he's like, I'm sorry, coach. I'm like. What are you apologizing for? I go, only apologize if you hook up with busted chicks. And it, I, was, I was trying to make him laugh. Kid looked at me like, what? I don't think he ever came back afterwards. I think he told his parents what I said. They're like, you're done with this. <laughs> like, this. Wrestling is not for you. That's what I had to stop well, making how, jokes. Wait, can we, uh, really quick, can we go back to the fact that they're giving a teenager a million dollars? Like, that can't go wrong. 
kids are great with money. But not only that, not only that the kid. Like, there's no way he's going to spend it on something he should But not only that, the kid, the kid supposedly has, he has amateur boxing, Aaron Pico. Uh-huh. Okay, he has world class wrestling. I'll give him that. Uh-huh. But we don't know his if he's ever thrown a kick, if he can check a kick. We don't know how his chin is. We don't know how his jujitsu is. I mean, they're putting. I know that if I take his ass down, he ain't getting up. That's it. I don't care how much boxing you got. You you haven't wrestled in college. So all you've been doing in high school is taking people down. So you don't know how to be taken down and getting up. The thing about college wrestling is the good guys come in there and they suck on bottom. You get you ride them for a minute because it's a point in, high, in college. You can ride them all day because they're never on bottom. They never work with the toughest guys in the country on top of them trying to get up. So if I take Aaron Pico down, that's the end of that round. I'm telling you right now, that's the end of that round. He ain't going to know how to get up and he ain't going to know how to get up with me punching on him. You know what I mean? John, so, Anything you want to say to Bubba? No. <laughs> You're looking intrigued by it. No, I know. I'm fast. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, I wish I knew this much. Yeah. <laughs> I would have quit. He takes me down. I quit. My coach would have yelled at me. No. You quit, Efron. But I, but I think. You quit, Efron. <laughs> yeah. That's a, yeah, so. I love that. <laughs> yeah, no, I understand. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how he does. Yeah, I'm me too. Definitely intrigued. Me too. But I do know a Especially guy training. <laughs> I know a kid uh, I met uh, who's dating Heather Joe Clark, her boyfriend, who trains at the Olympic Training Center. And I go, oh, how's Pico? That was my first question. They're like, they won't let me wrestle with him. They don't, he, he brings his own people. He has his own team. So if also, if he's bringing in his own training partners, that could be like a Brock Lesnar situation. Oh, very Brock Lesnar-ish. guys are basically... Not allowed to compete with you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, that, and that's something you're not going to get that on a, an OSU or an Iowa State or a Penn State. No, or they're going to be... <laughs> man, the rookies, the freshmen at, at Penn State and Arizona State, when, you know, the two schools that I were at, it, it, it was earn your stripes every day. It wasn't like, you know, okay, well, I'm going to wrestle with this guy. Coach is going to either put you with the toughest guy or the toughest guy is going to come. And, and my job at Penn State, I was the captain of the team. My job was to bring a lot of the freshmen in, so there would be pra- we would have three practice. We'd have three practices. That practice didn't apply just to wrestling. <laughs> no, we'd have three practice. I was nice to them on my recruiting visit. Yeah, I got yeah, them yeah. everything they wanted on the recruiting visit. But after the recruiting visit's over, it's Bubba J time, baby. That's right. It's oh, it's, it's Bubba's time. Tucson, who had one leg, right? Yeah, Anthony I, 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 Rob, Robles. Robles. I now was that weird training with him? Yeah, it was. Boner timeout? No, the guy, no, the guy had one leg. He was a national champion. Ooh, yeah. okay. he his, had, my he best just, friend is writing his movie. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. But he was he's, he's, he was jacked. Like, yeah, he's bigger he was, than me upper body wise. He could bench, what, like 450 or something? Um, or? Uh, we didn't bench like that. They said he could, like, well, he strong. was able to put on an extra leg's worth of muscle. Yeah, he, he's strong as hell. Uh, yeah. he's, I mean, if he had a leg, he'd probably wrestle at 84 or 74. And he was yeah. 126, I think? Run, 125. 125. And some people were saying it wasn't fair because, because number one, because he had the, the, the body strength of a 185 pounder, right. and you're not used to, when you're hitting a move, you're not used to a guy not having a leg yeah. other people are like but i said it was the guy's got fucking one leg yeah. <laughs> like, 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 i mean he, he's a national champion yeah. leave the fucking guy alone right, right, what, right. What, what was your feeling my feeling that? was like you're he dude's got one leg you can't tell me that the guy with one leg wrestling out here the same thing as you <laughs> isn't i mean he's the same weight don't 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 get the strength mixed up he's the same exact weight as you now minus the leg and his weight isn't placed in other places but he he's he's the same weight so there's not no disadvantage or advantage there the the only disadvantage that I see for guys who wrestle, he 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 was allowed to be on his knee. You know, no no real no wrestler 
not real wrestlers, but no wrestlers are allowed to just drop down to their knee and wrestle there forever. So it changed your position as a wrestler wrestling mm-hmm. him. You yeah, know, guys, it was hard to get a takedown on that guy because yeah, all you, you can do you is, is somehow get behind him. Yeah, but that's you gotta, gonna... you gotta, you're, all your game. There's no more shots anymore. Yeah, yeah. All your games in the front headlock. So you got to front headlock him. You got to go around. You got to try to cradle him. But right. the thing was, he he swiveled. Like if you if you front headlocked and you would circle towards his back leg, which is his only leg, he would turn it to the other side. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you, you'd be chasing that leg, he would turn it to the other side. Now the leg's on the complete opposite side. So you go back to the front head leg and you go to the left and he puts it on the right. You know, that was the only thing. But with me and him wrestled, I just stood up. Anytime, because he was great on top. He yeah. was amazing on top. So anytime that he got me in a predicament where it was like, oh, I might have to get turned, I just lifted this 125-pound ass up. I just by, by the way, please don't let Will Smith's kid play him the movie. Because <laughs> that would be, that'd be fucking horrendous. <laughs> I told I told. Anthony, <laughs> I told Anthony, I wanted when he makes that movie because we were a big part of the time he won nationals. We were co-captains. I told him when he even makes that movie, I want to play my part because they ain't gonna be like, oh, cut, cut, cut. You don't, you know, how you gonna tell me what I was thinking right there? I was there. I guess. I, was doing I guess it. he has a pretty amazing life. To no, he does. My, he, my buddy dude who's too. writing it, he, he put in stuff that actually happened in, in his life. He's and then the dude. notes were, hey, this is too Disney-ish. You can't. Be, it can't be like this. And then my buddy would. Go no, that seriously happened to him. Right, right. like the story. Yeah, like yeah. I'm not fabricating it yeah. for the sake of, of this feel good movie. Ben Affleck has Bubba dude. Jenkins in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna, we're gonna call Francisco Ramos, not Francisco Ramos, Francisco Rivera. Francisco, Francisco Ramos. Ramos. Francisco Ramos is a comedian. He was a semifinalist this Francisco year on Last Rivera. Hello. Hey, is this Francisco Rivera? Hello. Hello, Francisco Rivera. Hello. Hello, Francisco Rivera. Is this could talk? Is this Francisco? Hey. Hello, can you hear me? Hello, Rivera. Is this Rivera? Francisco. He just hung up. I will try him again. Yeah, he thinks you're up. bill collector. <laughs> just say Francisco. What's up, brother? Hey, how this are is you? Adam from the MMA podcast. Yeah, do that. Yeah. Hello. Hey, is this Francisco Rivera? Yes, hey, you're on the MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, the Greg Wilson, John Heffron, and Bubba Jenkins. How hey, are you, man? Good, man. How are you guys? Good. Thanks for being on the show. You had one of the best rounds I've ever seen in my life. That was one of the craziest fights I've ever seen with you and John Lineker. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. You know, uh, it's over with, done with, uh, moving on now. Just, you know, now I look back and just. I kind of jumped out of my game plan and uh, got sucked into a brawl. You know, that's my style, and, you know, and that's what happened. I mean, I mean it's cool that we got fired tonight, but, you know, I still want to, I should sort of stick to my game plan and came out with that one. Now, at any point, right, so you're fighting a guy whose nickname is Hands of Stone, and, and you get in there and just start winging, trading punches with the guy. At any point, were you like, uh, maybe this guy's nickname is Hands of Stone? I shouldn't just be trading punches with him, or no? Uh, as it was happening, not really. I felt like if I was going to clip him, you know, or whatever, I, I might do just as much damage. But, you know, it is what it is, and it happened, so, you know. Dude, it was amazing. Honestly, oh, well. I, I I was so hoping that you you'd, you'd pull through it, and and you, you know it was very close. It was like it was I, like I read a joke. I was waiting for the ref to turn to the camera and yell "World Star" because <laughs> it, it was just two guys winging punches. Probably the most exciting sixty seconds I've ever seen in any. It was insane. It, it was it was insane. Uh, so thank you for that. 
by the way, uh, Bubba Jenkins has this thing called Tip a Fighter, where, fi- where the fans could throw you money for your performances. You would have made a hell of a lot of money, and you probably still can if you get on Tip a Fighter. Yeah, no, I was. I saw that. You know, I followed him on Twitter and stuff. I might have to look into that. I might know, have to just call you about it because yeah. you've missed out on tons of money on it. Because I saw the clip. I saw you know him going at it with that guy, and I'm just like, I don't care who comes out of this alive. I'm tipping both of them. I'll tip the guy for his funeral, and I'll tip the guy who's winning. You know, because it was it was an awesome, like you said, an awesome 60 seconds. And fight fans want to see that. If you're that type of exciting fighter, there are plenty of supporters of you and supporters of MMA that are just like, that's the MMA I want to see. Of course, you got a game plan. We all got game plans, but like. Tyson said, it all goes out the window when you get hit. So when you go out the window and it, when you get hit and you go to that brawl mode, a lot of the fans are just like, that's what I came to see. No that's kidding. what I will pay for. Pay-per-view, it doesn't matter where it's at. I want to see it, and, and I'll pay this guy. I'm going to tip this guy because I want to see him do it again. Yeah, so make sure you join Tip a Fighter, by the way. Uh, now, you grew up where? In, uh, in California, right? Yeah, yeah, in California, out in Warner Park, California. Buena Park, and then I now I saw that you played football for college until you broke your foot. So you must have been some. Yeah, I was, You must have been some I, football I, player. I, I played for uh, a junior college, you know, and I was going to transfer out to uh, to uh, Oregon, but um, you know, I, I, I broke my ankle, uh, and I was starting uh, starting defensive back. Broke my ankle my freshman year, and fucking just not, did not let, finish playing football after that. Yeah. Now, when did you start training any kind of mixed martial arts? Uh, I didn't start training until I was like 24, 25 years old. You know, I, I started late. You know, I just did it out of out of nowhere. It was more of a recreational thing, and you know, just staying in shape and stuff. Because you know, I've always I've always been athletic and in the gym, and you know, doing like basketball leagues, like football leagues and stuff. So I tried something out and joined uh, football. Damn. So you just you were in Buena Park. You went to some kind of jujitsu gym or wrestling gym, and then just fell in love with it. Yeah, yeah, you know, I was I started off doing Muay Thai first, and you know, I ended up being really good at it. You know, being a heavy-handed puncher and started getting uh, kicks down, and, and you know, being technical and stuff, and, and then transitioned to MMA. You know, started doing some BJJ and wrestling, and that's how I got started. You know, uh, uh, at 25 years old, you know, from doing no martial arts at all, but you know, being in the UFC now, I think it's pretty, pretty cool. That's pretty damn That's amazing. Pretty impressive, yeah. That's really impressive. Uh, your fight with Uriah Faber, that was a fight you were winning the first round. I thought you won the fir- you definitely won the first round. The second round, you get eye poked and then guillotined. Do you think that uh, he poked you on purpose? Man, I don't know. You know, I hear different stories, but you know, I know when I poke somebody, I know you know when I accidentally do something to somebody in a fight. So I'm sure he knew he poked me. I just don't think he wanted to stop and, and acknowledge it, you know, maybe because he felt like he was losing, so he took on opportunity. But, you know, it is what it is. I, I respect Uriah Faber. He's, you know, one of the Hall of Fame guys. And, you know, being able to fight him and, and put on a show like that, you know, a lot of people gave me credit for that for that first round. Yeah, it was some first round. Your next fight, you knocked out Bruce Leroy in, what, 50 seconds? Not 20 seconds? Yeah, 21 seconds. Yeah, it was a quick technical knockout. You know, and I uh, came out with a win on, on that one. Was, now, was that your the highlight of your career so far, you think? Uh, it was actually the fastest knockout I've had in my career. You know, I've had a few first-round knockouts, but that was definitely my first, or my fastest out of all of them, out of all eight. So it was actually, yeah, my best performance. 
That was pretty damn amazing. Uh, yeah, I mean, you're a guy, you know, I got a root for a guy like you. You were in the UFC, you got cut, you earn your way back, you know, you, you're knocking fuckers out, and then here you are on, on, on Saturday having the best damn fight of the, of, of, I've ever seen, pretty much. So I, I, I was like, I kind of, I was like, damn, man, I've got to get this guy in the podcast. I, I want to talk to this guy. Now, uh, do, do, you, do you have a girlfriend? You married what? Uh, no, not married, but, you know, I'm looking forward to, uh, to proposing to my girl pretty soon. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Hey, all right. Uh, there you go. I've been with up. my girlfriend for two years now, and hey, just, you know, I got two kids, and I'm not with my kid's mom, so I think it's time for me to, to settle down and, you know, make it happen. Now, after that night, right, does your does your girlfriend say, listen, you know, even though you lost the fight, you're still my champion and then give you the best BJ ever? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she takes real good care of me. You know, she's always supportive no matter what. Nice. She knows how hard I train and and, and the fighters, you know, that training camp and what we go through. So she really, you know, appreciates, you know, everything she does, you know, everything she does, everything she does and everything she does. She really sees the work ethic I have, and and how my uh, family man also take care of my kids and take care of her, you know, while doing all my training and doing my dieting and doing all that also. So you know, I, she's really, really been supportive. Now, after the BJ, are you still upset about the fight, or are you just kind of like, all right, everything's cool right now? I mean, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm pissed off. And now that I look back at it, if I would have been technical, I could have easily picked this guy apart. You know, made him swing and miss, counter punches that I used to, but. You know, uh, game plan went out the window. I paid for it, but you know, I still got five of the night. That's the good thing, best thing that came out of it. Yeah. You know, so you know, it is what it is. You know, I'm gonna get back in the gym in a couple of weeks and get back to it. What, now, what are you gonna do with that fifty grand? Uh man, looking at buying a house. You know, I've been renting for a while, so uh, trying to you know get a fam, build my family, and what better way to you know look into getting a house for my family? Nice. So you, you got, now you have two kids from your first wife, or just two random baby mamas? No, I, just, or? No, uh, I have two kids from a different girlfriend. You know, my <laughs> daughter's two, and my son's three. So, you know, they're still babies, and I'm oh, nice. 33. So, thank God it happened now. And now, when I was 18, I definitely wouldn't be fighting right now. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Wait, so you have two kids from two different girls, or same girl? No, no, same girl. Oh, same girl. Okay, all right. And now, and now, where do you train out of? I train out of uh, All In MMA in Buena Park and uh, CSW in Fullerton with Josh Ryan and Eric Polson. Oh, nice. Nice. So you train with like Marina and Shayna and Jessamine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Jasmine, yeah, they're all there too. Yeah, they're uh, out there training with us also. Uh, we have to get you coming to the studio one day. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I'd like, love to come down there. Yeah, nice, man. Any any questions, Bubba? Nah, man. Uh, good luck on your upcoming fights and you know your your future preparation. Hopefully, I mean that ta- teaches you to stick to a game plan. Every fight you go into, you learn something, especially if you take the loss. But man, I I I, lo- I enjoy watching him fight. I'm gonna say I love watching him fight. It sounds pretty gay, but <laughs> I enjoy watching the man fight because you know he 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 is really good. He's really talented, and you know I I expect a knockout coming when he when he fights. I, I just feel like. Francisco's gonna knock somebody out. <laughs> you know, yeah. something's going down. <laughs> Conor McGregor, what do you think of the fight? 
Well, I'll tell you this. Hopefully your next post-fight BJ is a victory BJ. Because no one wants a BJ lubricated in tears. <laughs> now, 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 do you, now, do you get BJs after fights, Connor? Of course I get BJs. I usually get them from my opponents. <laughs> your opponents blow you after your fight? That's right. That's where they really earn the money that they get for fighting the great Conor McGregor. Wow. <laughs> now, what would you do against Francisco uh, Rivera if you fought him? First, I would take him salsa dancing, because I hear that's what he likes. And then? So I'd show him a nice time. <laughs> okay. And then I would take him home and let him blow me through his tears. Wow. <laughs> Francisco, Connor says that you'd have to blow him through your tears. And you'd like to respond to that? <laughs> He says you're crazy. Nice. Now, do you get fight of the night when you fight usually, Connor? I get fight of the night even when I don't fight. Wow. They just give you fight of the night. I got fight of the night when I just drove through a Sonic and had a burger. (laughs) They gave me fight of the night for the way I crushed that cheeseburger. Damn. That's how talented you are. That's how talented I am. Wow. All right. Now, now, uh, Francisco, who do you want to fight next? Uh, man, whoever the UFC gives me, you know, right now I can't pick and choose, you know, after the performance like that. So, you know, whatever they put in front of me, I'm definitely going to make sure I come out with that win and you know, go back to the game plan that I'm supposed to, like my coaches, you know, do for me. And that's why they're there. And whoever they put in, I'm definitely going to come out to look for the win. Cool. Well, thanks for being on the podcast and uh, good luck with everything, brother. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Thank a- you. Anytime. Take care, Francisco. All right. Talk to you guys. Take it was Francisco Rivera. That was one of the craziest fights I've ever seen. You didn't see it, huh? I can't wait to see it. Oh, dude, it's just fucking. I saw the clip. I was online. traveling. I was traveling all day and then performing. It's and just, just, it was just. Uh, and it was a, a ho- crappy hotel room that didn't have. It was three minutes of just violence. That's great. I love that. I mean, violence. That's it's, how most of my sex is. <laughs> <laughs> just three minutes of violence. John, you, 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 uh, you and your wife still have crazy sex or what? I was just gonna say, do you ask every fighter that? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm starting to notice the theme. Hey, you have. You, you're and not so far, every guy close. that you've talked to today, all three fighters, you were on speakerphone with three-year-old children <laughs> within earshot of every single guy you you call. Boy, these fighters are very fertile. But uh, yeah, we have uh, we have Bisbing yeah. on. By we the got way, man balls. Um, do I have crazy sex with, with my wife? She would probably say it's not uh, to to her level. I'm I'm still probably high school, her level. and she's college national champ. <laughs> and I get intimidated that who I'm about to be. With. Well, you let her know that Conor McGregor is <laughs> yeah. happy to come over and finish the job. Does 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 uh, does uh, you're quitting, Hefron? I should just now. Next time, I'll have that in the back of my head. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna quit this time. I'm not gonna quit, Coach. I'm not. I'm going in. My parents are having trouble at home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, this girl. Uh, some... You can't even make yourself come. But I wrote a song for my wife. Oh yes, by Let's... the way. <laughs> <laughs> he is getting it before in that, there. So Michelle, before we do that, Michelle, the other night, so we've been dating for like a couple months. Two oh, your months. girlfriend has a name now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So she was like, "What's hey, her name?" Michelle. Michelle. She Michelle was like, what? "Hey, so are you ready for the the, uh, the whips yet <laughs> in bed?" I was like, "Yeah, let's hold off on that. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's hold on that for six or nine more years." Yeah, I don't want to like peak out too early. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. You don't want the whips and the wax and everything. It's like it's too much in the beginning. You know, I think you wait till Valentine's Day or special. What's this guy's name? <laughs> <You're a> guy? <laughs> what? What are you talking about? You're a dick. All right, so John Heffron 
has uh, been uh, has been telling me that he wrote a song. I thought it was a joke because no offense, uh, it's an R&B song. You it's an up? R&B song, but we've been talking about it every time that we you've got a caller on. So right. this is maybe the first time they're actually hearing about. Okay. It. So throughout the whole show, I've just kept mentioning it to the other fellas. Right. I was bored in a hotel room. Right. I looked it up on YouTube on okay. how to write a song. Okay. And mm-hmm. then I decided to write. Were uh, there twelve steps to this <laughs> manual? Or? <laughs> no. I think there's only three. Yeah. <laughs> so I decided to write the song, and yeah. then uh, it came out very '90s R&B-ish. Uh-huh. Not because that was my dream and vision, but now I wrote this song, a little Leah like, and I just... wrote it for my for like my wife. Yeah. And uh, now it's uh, we we sell it for my little charity. Me and my wife have where we give uh, ramps to wounded vets. So it's like uh, Mary J. Blige's Mary Leah. No, it's not, not funny. A lot of it's not funny. Have, there's zero funny in this. This, this is, is like a, real a legitimate song. R&B Let's song. Hear I gotta hear this. Okay. And this is for charity. It's for my, yeah, but I, I won't get into that. But just listen for like 30 seconds of it. Singing this. Some girl I've never met. Oh. It's, it gets good right here. Oh. I put my name in it. Listen. There's my name coming up right here. Ready? That's what I do when I'm bored in a hotel room. That's what I do. I don't lay around, watch TV, Wait, watch that's, ESPN2. That's the is there, is there, there's a lot. Is there more? You gotta admit, this is as good as a lot of other things that are actually on the radio. Yeah? yeah. yeah. I admit that. There's a lot of garbage on the radio. <laughs> I liked his ad-libs, though. <laughs> See, if I knew how wait, to rap... Wait, we gotta go to the breakdown. We gotta go to the breakdown. Wait, where it goes? Girl. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't do that. I, I, I wanted to. Girl, I'll give you a date night. I'll put you up all the right. Exactly. We'll get some whips out. I'll make them snap tight. Yeah, yeah. But you gotta do a real. Girl, girl, you know how long I've been waiting for this moment. This is it's definitely different. I can smell your panties through the internet. I want you to know I got my lotion out. I got have, my wet naps. You gotta have your quitting, John. Halfway through it. <laughs> yeah, that's quitting, that That's the one thing I wish I would have put in it. Where you just would have had that boys to men. Yeah, yeah. You know, Girl. That, that was, uh, yeah. You know, that was interesting. <laughs> what did you think of the song, Baba? I liked it. You liked I it. I liked the song for sure. You know, because I got a, I got a wife and everything. So, you know, I'm all about the date nights and stuff. Gonna like that. have a date night. I went to the hook immediately. Now, but, now people are buying this on iTunes. But like yeah, Greg Wilson yeah. said, he, it, there should have been, girl, I'm telling you what. You yeah. know, where it breaks down, he, yeah. he explains. Wait, 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 I got, girl, I know we've had sex about a billion times. <laughs> and keeping it fresh is real hard. <laughs> but we scheduled this shit in advance. I like the Let's Go See it's John Heffron for some laughs. It's in my calendar on my phone, bitch. <laughs> So you giving me that butt? I'm even gonna have sex with you. I'm even gonna turn off Netflix. (laughs) Connor, you like like the song? I'll tell you something. (laughs) Yeah, we have Connor. 
I, I didn't like the fact that it didn't feature any Gaelic music or dancing, <laughs> but it did give me a real hard shillelagh. <laughs> nice. Right. I wanted to take it to a black woman real strong. <laughs> so, I, so I put it on, on iTunes yes. thinking that I would get all my fans just to buy it and then I could rate in like, yeah, there's like eight iTunes right there. like R&B, yeah. you know? So then I wanted Rihanna just sitting at her hotel going, who's, who's John Heffern? Why is this 45-year-old white guy? Yeah, plan, but it's too hard. So, so now the next song, I looked up like just the different yeah. genres, and there's a ska religious thing. You do that too. I'm a, that's going to be the next one because I want to be number one in something. So I'm just going to go through every well, genre. Going what about the cheapest division? What about the fewest champions in it? Yeah, yeah. Wait, what about yeah. Number, you're going to take like like women's MMA? <laughs> what about number one in comedy? Aren't you comedian? No, what is this? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm a comic, but you know, well, there's right, a lot of competitors. Yeah, he's an entrepreneur. Or two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Christian Ska has got three bands. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and first, second, next and third is like Hebrew all... rap or something. What? I'm gonna compete with people going. Lucy Case is a genius. Yeah, okay. Girl, you know what time it is. <laughs> time for you to drop your panties. I haven't heard Irish rap though. Yeah, you heard some... Connor come That's the, the Irish breakdown. You have Connor come song. on in the middle of the song. That'll be brilliant. Yeah. We can do a dance. We can redo a dance mix. That's it doesn't great. have to be. Did you see that? By the way, that thing River about dance uh, mix. Have you guys seen that on the internet right now? Dear fat people. That girl, yeah, yeah. That have you guys? I wanna, no. So this, I think I've heard about. It sounded this serious. You just so stopped talking. There's, like this, it was there's this girl yeah. from Canada who a uh, comedian. She says she's a comedian. You I never. never she's, I, I, I looked her up. She's never performed on stage once. Please, they all think please, if you put together a funny away. YouTube, you're now a comedian. Yeah. I think it's more offensive that like she says she's a comedian than right. what, what her actual thing, right? So she makes this YouTube uh, thing that goes viral called "Dear Fat People," right? And she goes off on fat people. Well, now, there was already that one guy that did things fat girls say. No, well, this is so this well, is kind of. Well, was, that was kind of funny. I think it was. I thought that guy was funny. And, and, and there are parts to this that I think actually, I'm like, okay. <laughs> so it's not funny. She's just well, being mean to no, fat well, people. She's trying to be funny. I'll, I'll let you decide. Because when I first saw it, I was like. Are you going to talk about the response that happened? Well, then it, it just now there's a fucking, this girl went crazy. I mean, so Nicole Arbor is her name. And then another comic did a response yeah, that, video. That, that's, and, he's, he's a friend of mine. That yeah, guy's funny. He's Who got, was it? Sean... Uh, Sean Halpin? He yeah, destroys Sean Halpin. Oh, great. it. Yeah, Sean Halpin. He made, it, he made it on CNN for destroying her. Like, his video has gotten millions yeah, but now, of him but, slamming but, 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 now, but now he's calling her a slut. So people are saying, well, he's slut shaming. So, yeah. But, like, I believe it's slut faming. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> dear fat people. We're, here, I'll show you. So, like, I'm, I'm actually curious, Greg, since you're a fat person. Yes. Um, I'm actually. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm, I'm curious. Yeah. You, you like that? <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. So. Now that we we established that. That's kind of a hacky like joke. I was gonna say this is like second grade comedy. Yeah. I can get away from you by walking at a reasonable pace. And that's just a walking dead joke, which makes so no sense. Zombies have apparently gotten faster. I watched like three episodes of The Walking Dead and not being slow myself in the brain, realized that every single episode is exactly the same. Oh no, they need something. Okay. But it's all the way so over you there. Your where the zombies walking dead stuff. So now she's on this is some other tangent. Yeah. Fat right. shaming is not a thing. Fat people made that up. That's the race card with no race. Yeah, but I couldn't fit into a store. That's discrimination. Uh, no. That means you're too fat and you should stop eating. Everybody just needs to make more sense. There's a race card. There's a disability card. There's even a gay card. Because gay people are discriminated against 
Wrongfully so. The gay card's covered in glitter. It's fucking magical. Are you gonna tell the doctor that they're being mean? All this editing that makes up what their idea of comic disease. delivery is. Yeah. And this is what YouTube is, is, is all this quick yeah. edit. Yeah. You know, ha ha. You know, that isn't, that doesn't make it comedy. I'm talking about the 35% of North Americans who are obese. That means you are so fat. Okay, that's enough. Because this isn't comedy. Yeah. That isn't comedy. You gotta hear the response of that, Sean. I would like to hear the response, though, but I have no interest in hearing anyone because that's not comedy. Right. If there were punchlines and you were being funny, but you're just being a dick. Yeah. This is exactly what, what people who don't understand comedy think comedy is. So. Because comedy in its finished version has punchlines where you actually get away with being a dick. She is just being an asshole. Well, I think there's so. a whole... Are you offended because <laughs> she's not funny? Or... I'm offended because she's not funny. If she'd been funny about it, I wouldn't fucking care. Or it sounds like you have a personal grudge against you. No, listen, I, it's not comedy, and I hate that she's getting attention, and she's not being she's got funny. got millions of attention. That's what bugged me. Yeah, so the attention people. she's getting, and it's not but comedy. If you okay. were skinny, would you think the same thing? Yes, because it's still not good comedy. Because <laughs> no, the defense. thing is, I'm not even that fat. Like She's like, and obese her... people. I'm not obese. <laughs> you know? She's not talking to me. <laughs> she's not talking to me. And her defense, right? And, and this is I'm a, and this, chubby this is, this or poor. And this is not a defense. There's this whole like YouTube alternative quick thi thing the now, quick edit, thing. quick edit comedy, where like people are too lazy to write punchlines. Yeah. So they just have point of views, or they just tell stories. It becomes this like alternative type of comedy where I'll just tell a story, or I'll just make funny noises, or I'll just make this. Like the actual setup punchline, or having punchlines in general, is becoming extinct in yeah, some ways. I'd love to see her perform it live oh, and she see if she gets murdered. Yeah. <laughs> No, Go no, to Wisconsin. Again, if they were perform funny, it again, if it were comedy, box. I listen. I love fat jokes. I love all comedy. Yeah. I, you know what? You don't become a comedian not learn how to take a punch. I don't mind when it's my turn. You want to talk <laughs> about the fact that I'm short, that I'm fat, that I got a bald spot? I don't fucking care. Just be funny. Yeah. yeah. That's the only thing I care about. If you're not going to be funny, then you're just a dick and get the fuck off the stage. <laughs> I'm with Greg. I'm with Greg. John. Oh wait, I'm I'm working on some more impressions because as you see, I only do one. I do the the, the lion yeah. from my. But let's. I just want to. I want to practice this one. Uh, Adam, introduce your friend. You can pick any position, any p profession that he does for a living. Let me just. I'm gonna just want to. My name. My name's Greg. No, I, I was having a, it was it was a make believe. Oh yeah, oh. you're doing a impression of me introducing a friend. No, no just oh. introduce your friend. Oh, this is my Daniel, friend. This is my friend. And Greg tell me what he does for a living. This is my friend Greg Wilson. He's a comedian. Besides that, All right, this is my <laughs> different name. Different. Okay. different yeah, this is my friend name. Steven. He's a plumber. I don't. I don't use toilets. I don't do anything. I mean, I don't. I don't have. I don't. I don't use that. I just wipe Shitting my ass for regular my people. Yelp dog. Yeah. <laughs> Like a grown man. <laughs> I'm just working on my impressions. Right, uh, this do is Daniel. I don't do this is, any impressions. This is Daniel. He, he actually, he's a, uh, the number one construction worker in the, in the world. I don't, I don't, I don't get wood. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not into wood. <laughs> wood or wood-related products <laughs> or things made from wood. Domiciles. I don't go in domiciles. <laughs> I don't go in there and look for televisions. Uh, that's not what I do. I'm, uh, uh, I'm sorry. I'm sure he's great, amazing, fantastic. People care, uh, but not me. I'm not interested. It doesn't spark my interest. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great thing. I was walking next to this construction worker and he was like, ah! I'm like, easy. I'm right here. You can see me with your eyes and your head. They glow. That's a good impression of Dane Cook. I hate Dane. <laughs> That's 
So this really? is my friend Steve. He's a uh, chef. No, I'm done. I, I top out at two. Oh, that's all right. <laughs> Thank you. I'm sorry. I don't, need... I don't, I don't eat food. I don't yeah, that's what I was going for. Ingredients, uh, <laughs> things grown out of the earth. I, uh, I I live on my own ego. I'm I'm satisfied by the glow of my own skin. I'm my own <laughs> sun. I'm in my own universe. I don't know if you realize this, but I'm the milk in the Milky Way. <laughs> that's great. That's great. Well, do, do Dane Cook doing the rap uh, breakdown of my date night song. <laughs> so like, doo, 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 oh, that's talent. Let's yeah, see. Yeah, it, yeah. So wait, yeah. let's see. Dan Cook. If I was a song Girl. guy, I would have had that. Wait. <laughs> Hold on. Just, just, I know this is our date night. The night we get together, we go out, we get ice creams. We maybe see a light movie, a light comedy, a romantic comedy sets the mood, puts you in the mood. And then we come home, and then I get on top of you. I get on top, and I give it to you good, like real, like Boston style, like deep, but with anger, real anger, <laughs> real anger, so that you cry, but you smile and cry. You smile and cry, because we're doing it. We're making the sex. We're making the love. We're making the motion, the oceans. <laughs> well, thank you, Dane Cook, for showing up to our podcast. I appreciate it. We've had Dane Cook, Conor McGregor here. This is a star-studded we had a We had a Titan press conference. We had the lion from... Um... <laughs> yeah, the lion. The Lion was here. From the Wizard of Oz. Francisco Rivera. <laughs> mm -hmm. It was some podcast. Listen, guys, I will be in Miami this week at the Homefield Comedy Club. Friday and Saturday. Shows at, uh, I believe it's 7.30 and 10. Uh, tonight, I'm in Irvine Improv. It's probably too late for that. But, uh, Greg, where are you going to be? Uh, well, tonight, you and I, although this will be, yeah. we're going to be at the Irvine Improv. Yeah. And Wednesday night, I'll be at the Comedy Madhouse in San Diego. And then this coming weekend, I'm not sure. But the Improv, you're headlining coming up, right? Yeah, yeah. September 19th, the Improv in Hollywood. I'll be handling Saturday night, 10 p.m. Come out to that show. Tweet me if you want free tickets. John, where are you going to be? Greg Wilson. I'm doing a random uh, charity event on Saturday. Go to johnheffern.com. Blah, 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 blah. Bubba, anything you got coming up? Uh, no, I'm just planning on talking massive amounts of shit to this as guy. As soon as you can fight. announce his as name. As soon as I can announce it, I'm going to be ripping him a new asshole. Okay, I want to thank our sponsors. Remove It Restoration. Has your business been vandalized? Have gang members come? Are they taking over? Okay, here's what you want to do. RemoveItRestoration.com, 1-888-424-9697. Also, Camara Coffee, the best coffee out there. You can get it at CamaraCoffee.com, K-I-M-E-R-A-K-O. F-F-E-E That guy knows what he's doing, man. Absolutely. Well, he's there picking the great. beans himself. Now, <laughs> right. that's a Latino. <laughs> <laughs> Become the legend. Also, tip a fighter. All right, fans, this week in Victa, uh, you know, Panty's fighting. She's a tip a fighter fighter. Absolutely. couple other, all the other girls, Rachel is yep. a tip a fighter. Oh, not yet, not yet. Andrea Lee, we yes. have her. Andrea, Andrea Lee. She's going to be in there. Okay. Make sure you guys go to tipafighter.com. Check out yeah, the people we got on our roster and, and show them some love. A lot of people got fights coming up, so it'd be the perfect time, perfect opportunity to show your support for your MMA favorites. What's the minimum tip? Five bucks. Five bucks, guys. Throw them a fiver. Yeah. Throw them a fiver. Also, American Throw Icon Autographs. Throw them a fiver. They can use it. American Icon Autographs. www.aiase.com. The best sports, celebrity, memorabilia, and events. Definitely check them out. So that is our podcast today. Thank you, John Heffron. It was a pleasure John having Heffron, you in. Yeah. John Heffron, Thank you, Bubba. Don't quit, John Heffron. Uh, <laughs> Too soon, sir. Uh, Thursday, we have Michael Bisbing on the show, as well as the, the founder of Shamrock F FC, a new uh, promotion coming out. And uh, Marina is helping me coaching wrestling tomorrow. Yeah. So, uh, I'm oh, excited. boner timeout. Boner timeout <laughs> is coming. Boner timeouts. <laughs> Thank you. Take care. If you like listening to comedy, try watching it. 
on the internet. The folks behind the Sideshow Network have launched a new YouTube channel called Wait For It. It's got interviews with comedians like Reggie Watts, Todd Glass, Liza Schleisinger. Schleisinger, I've been friends with her for 10 years. One of the funniest people out there, and I still have a hard time with the last name, Liza. Our very own Owen Benjamin, that's me, takes you on a musical journey down internet rabbit holes and much more. You don't have to wait any longer. Just go to youtube.com slash waitforitcomedy. There's no need to wait for it anymore. Because it's here. And it's funny. And I love you.